to the show. My name is Joel. Hello, I'm Ernesto. Ernesto. Uh, we still don't haven't settled on a uh, name, a title yet, mm-hmm. but you know we're getting there. With the, the the wheels are in motion. Stuff we got dust off the yeah. We got to grease, grease up the, <laughs> the bearings and dust off the cobwebs. And Model T shit. comes to mind. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how was your week? Oh, Since good. Last time we spoke. Good, good. Um, I've been watching mostly like Loki. Obviously. Loki, yeah, and I've been actually watching Lucifer. Lucifer, on yeah. Netflix, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah all nice. of it. I think Netflix bought them around season three. Yeah, and I forgot it's based. It's by Vertigo. It's, it's on the yeah. Yeah, the and Lucifer then it's on the DC comic, stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I remember seeing a clip of Constantine meeting Lucifer, mm. and I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but. Yeah, and it's uh, I'm I'm liking it so far, but I also I'm because Neil Gaiman. I just like Neil Gaiman stuff. No, you say Gaiman? Is it Gaiman or Gaiman? I always I always heard it as Gaiman. Gaiman, okay. Yeah, Neil, Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. Neil Gaiman, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like his his uh his like properties and stuff like that. Yeah, he has a very um, interesting take on on the superheroes and the stories that they do. He kind of like he adds another element to like grounding them. Yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't just ground them; it takes them one step beyond that. Yeah, which is yeah, really interesting. Definitely, especially um, with Lucifer. It's like uh, he's an angel, but he's also the devil. But he doesn't want to be the devil, and so it complicates the whole yeah. mythology further. Yeah, I I did hear that um, that DC was thinking about a Constantine. Yeah, with uh, Keanu. Keanu, really? Yeah, he's gonna like come back, reprise his role, or something. I don't, or, I don't oh, know if. Well, I mean, Keanu seems like a cool enough dude that he would actually want to do it. Yeah. In between John Wick's. Yeah. But Matrix. Uh, it's Ian Constantine. Yeah, Matrix. Matrix 4. Where the fuck did that come from, <laughs> yeah. right? And then uh, oh, Fishburne, right? Fishburne? Yeah. Morpheus. Yeah, he's Morpheus. not even coming back, so that's a whole weird... Like, there's a young version of him. But wasn't, didn't Neo die and then yeah. Lawrence Fishburne... Spoilers. Like, it's been, like, five or ten. No, it's been, like, 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. Exactly. Since, since Revelations, is that the is that the name of that? Yeah, the, there was Matrix and then Matrix Reloaded and uh-huh. Matrix Revelation. Revelations, yeah. okay. So then I think that one came out like two thousand four ish. Oh, so it's man. been almost twenty years. Oh, bully! <laughs> bully for us, <laughs> dude. It won't make me feel so old, huh. Edit and Eddie. When I when that found out that that was twenty years old, I'm really? Like, oh my god! Uh, Do we just talk about this? How much we liked it back Maybe. in the day? But <laughs> jawbreakers, jawbreakers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. We did talk about yeah, that. I yeah, that. I remember. Remember. Um, anyways, but it it is interesting to see them branch out from the DC Warner Brothers branch out from the the typical Superman Batman right. you know movies like they're doing the Flashpoint. Like, yeah. They're doing uh, Wonder Woman wasn't all that great, but they're they're doing Wonder Woman. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. When have we thought that they would make a Wonder Woman movie in general, never. or even Aquaman? Uh, never. <laughs> <laughs> Could have kept Aquaman. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's interesting to see if they ever, especially now considering that the the Flashpoint movie is supposed to be like the reset, right? Right. Right. If they're ever gonna do like a Justice League Dark, introduce right. Swamp Thing, introduce. Constantine introduced Satana introduced like all these oh that would be Dr. Fate that would be really <laughs> isn't Dr. Fate in in The Flash is, right? he, is he in The Flash or I thought he was in uh, or was he in Black Adam Black Adam he was Black in Black Adam, Adam. Yeah. okay cool because I do Pierce Brosnan Pierce Brosnan right right yeah. I was like oh my gosh his suit's gonna be CGI but who cares because it's, it's, it's Dr. Dope. Fate it's yeah I, I, I want to see him in the helmet yeah and uh, <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I do see them going towards the Justice League Dark just because, like, Suicide Squad seems to be... It feels like it's teetering on the edge in terms of, is this going to work? If it works, we'll go full forward with yeah. the Justice League Dark. If it doesn't, oh well, we'll have other stuff to worry about. That's true. And, and Justice... Uh, not Justice League. Uh, Suicide Squad, it, it kind of gets... It feels like it's teetering on the line of campiness and mm. too serious. Right, you know, right. Like, when would you have ever imagined that Starro Right, that's the name. Right, Star- yeah, Starro. Starro the- would have been the fucking <laughs> would have been a fucking uh, a main villain. Right, right. So, I, how are they gonna do that? It's all gonna be CGI. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, <laughs> but how are they gonna? Like the the Suicide Squad is obviously something more grounded in terms of like there's someone there's a bank robbery or there's a siege at a certain place. But yeah. Starro seems Justice League esque kind yeah. of. Yeah. Well, wasn't the Suicide Squad supposed to be something that even that was considered too dangerous for like the typical superhero? No, I think or like if it was too busy. Right. <laughs> They're too busy. <laughs> I could imagine like oh there's Starro attacking the wharf like ah. Uh, that sounds like that. a Suicide Squad. Thing, <laughs> that sounds man. like a Task Force X yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's true. So I don't, like, So it is interesting to see where the the DC cinematic universe is heading, especially considering that they are branching out, like I said. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Um, so you're watching Con- uh, Lucifer. So yeah. Anything else? Uh, Lucifer, I've been trying to catch up with Harley Quinn. Now Harley I'm, Quinn? Right. And yeah. I told you I watch it only on Saturdays for like Saturday morning Saturday cartoons. Morning cartoons. But you finished it. Cereal. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm not. I just kind of with water. water. <laughs> just look at it sadder <laughs> and more adult, I guess. But raisin bran, something with fiber to keep you regulated. It's, oh my god! You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually. I I've actually uh, binged the both seasons. Season three is supposed to come out later this year. Mm, right? Yes, I binged both seasons uh, in the past week. Like it was on my list, and it was it was up next after I had finished rewatching Archer. Oh. okay. And it's uh, I love how self aware it is. Yeah, it, it's without spoiling it. I think I've only watched up to episode four. Of the I first think. season. Yeah, the first season. I just started um, recently. So, kite man. Kite man. Yeah, kite man. Um, Ivy. Hanging Ivy. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Ivy hanging out. It, uh, bar mitzvah for Penguin's nephew. Oh yeah. So you're you're barely at the. <laughs> At the beginning, is is Harley still like in love with Joker or not yet? I think that happens in episode two, right, where he, she, like she falls out of him. Out mm-hmm. of yeah. yeah, she kind of co- wakes up to the m- maniacal monster that he is. Yeah, so it's it's a real it's really fun. Um, I I like all the references. Mm. I like all the, the the throwbacks and all the the obscure characters. Like you said, that the the Arkham is just filled with like man bad. And <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's really it's really fun. I don't want to like keep talking about it until you actually finish it, so we can discuss further. But it it's really it's a di- honest, different take on Harley Quinn. Right. Yeah. Right. I do feel. Is it so? Doctor Psycho. <laughs> right, right. And Damien shows up, and Damien, it's like he's like a whole, legit, like a nine-year-old. He's like a, he has like a squeaky voice, and then yeah. it's it's hilarious because at the end it's like Bruce wants to be a good dad. He's like, I made you some grilled cheese. It's like, and it's like it's Alfred, Alfred made it. I made I him. Make, I told him to make it. And I was like, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Deidre Bader is the voice of Batman. Is he really? Yeah. Oh Going wow. Back to Brave and the Bold. 
Oh, that? Okay, see, I was thinking he sounds very... He's not Kevin Conroy, no. but he does sound familiar. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, it's like to make the, the Batman voice, what you have to do is just lower it. Yeah, that's true. It's cool that they're actually, like, they're dipping into the, the category of bad actors that... Not bad, bat. Bat, bat. Bat, bat. <laughs> actors that have portrayed the... And, portrayed the character in the past and right. all like all around have been positive. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where um, Kevin Conroy sits. Is he retired or not yet? I don't think so. I don't think... I, I know don't... Mark Hamill is. He's is Mark Hamill? Yeah, he's, he's not really... He oh, said man. that he's not doing the Joker anymore after the killing joke. Okay. So, he, he might. I mean, it, it seems as though Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill have this very close relationship naturally. Yeah. So I feel... Maybe he is? If I would have loved him to have been the Joker in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Joker in that one doesn't do a bad job, but I no, do. It's just everything compared to the Joker, to Mark Hamill's right, Joker is, right. is, is, I don't want to say pales, but it's not. Like, Mark, Mark Hamill, the bar, he left the bar so high. I don't yeah. Think, voice actor-wise. Yeah. I don't think anybody's ever going to be able to reach that. Like, I, I do remember it was Ar- one of the Arkham games. They hired a dude that sounded almost exactly alike. Yeah, I think it's Origins. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the prequel. Yeah. And they hired different people for everything. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. But um, hard to really yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, when so, was the last time you saw Super Troopers? Uh, I've never watched. You've Super never. Tro- I've, oh, never oh, I've never watched dude. Super Troopers. Beer Fest. And what's the another movie they did? Uh, the, the, well, they the did trio, several. Right? The, oh yeah, wow. the, It's the the troop, the comedy troop, Broken Lizard. Oh, Broken Lizard. They did yeah. Club Dread. They nope. did. So a beer fest that is super troopers the super troopers true too um, <laughs> there's a second one I yeah. see it's weird I know of it I've seen clips in passing it's hilarious yeah, yeah. is it keep up not keep up does it, it hold up hold up yeah yeah it's um, we were scrolling through or I think we were about to watch something on Hulu mm-hmm. my girlfriend and I and then it was on the banner. Super uh-huh. Troopers. I'm like, holy shit, have you seen it? She's like, no, I haven't seen it. But we're going to fucking watch this movie. <laughs> and there's another movie um, on uh, Amazon Prime we're going to watch today, uh, Fanboys. Oh, that's <laughs> exciting. Okay, yeah. cool, yeah. I told her the story about when we went to Comic-Con the first, I think it was the first year, and uh-huh. I pitched Fanboys 2. And like a couple years later, they're doing they're Fanboys 2. Like, I know, the they fuck? heard, I remember, I was like, they heard you, dude. <laughs> Like, where's the cred, man? I wanted a job. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, Super Troopers. It 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 holds up. Yeah. It it really does. It's the whole opening scene with the they pull the, the the dudes over. The guy eats like a shit ton of drugs, and then they just fuck with them. Yeah. Like nonstop. It's fucking hilarious. The only scene I remember is when uh, not only scene, but I do remember them saying meow a lot. Yeah, the game they played. Yeah, the game they played. I was like, what is going on? It's like, what are you doing right here, meow? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. License and registration, meow. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying. Yeah, it's it's a fucking hilarious movie, man. It's it, it, those dudes. I remember hearing about that they they kind of shot themselves in the foot because they mm. referred to themselves as the Monty Python. Oh, no. Of this generation. Right. Which, you can't do that. You know, you can't be like, oh, my God, I'm bigger than the Beatles. Right. I'm shit. bigger than Jesus. Or yeah, whatever. Monty Python. Right. Are you a fan? Yeah. Actually, I, yeah. 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 Holy Grail. Yeah, Holy Grail, Life of Brian. Right, Life of Brian, yeah. yeah. The, it's, it's like, for this time, because it came out in, like, 70s and 80s, right? Uh-huh. For its time, it's fucking classic. Right. It, it always makes you laugh. 
like, just put a scratch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's super iconic. Yeah, very. So, so um, damn, I could see then definitely how they would. You compare from that to. Yeah. Because yeah. they did, they did a, a, quite a few movies. Like, it's very rare, especially when it's very independent, where mm-hmm. you don't do, just do one. Right. Like a, a comedy troupe, that type of shit. They did, um, they did this one movie. It was kind of dumb, called The Slam and Salmon. They, they I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Slam, slam and salmon. Is that like waiting along those lines? It's along those lines, yeah. A slam and salmon. <laughs> Were they wearing like a blue horse vertical? Like, no, it's like a blue a, vest. A blue vest. Yeah, right. blue and white. So like these dudes. Um, like all of these. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So they're yeah. part of a whole group. Yeah, they're... Um, don't exactly know where they came from but it's a uh, very in line of like Adam Sandler his group of friends that, all the movies he makes they're generally the same like Kevin Spade Steve Buscemi right, right. Like they're all, you can see them all in the, the, the movies that they do yeah uh, like Happy yeah. Gilmore Happy, was it Happy Gilmore production was that thing or Happy, Happy Madison. Madison oh Happy yeah, Madison Happy terrific, terrific. <laughs> <laughs> we all know the 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 Happy Madison logo. Um, tell me about more about Loki. Loki, have you caught up? No, I, I I'm waiting to binge it. Well, I don't okay. mind spoilers. You know me, do. I, I don't really care. Well, Loki tackles the like the the Time Variance Association or Academy mm-hmm. or something TVA. Is there the TVA? And it's it's supposed to separate itself from the main continuity of Marvel, and be its own little thing. But it's also dipping into like classic stuff because the episode that just showed up he uh, meets three different Lokis right and it's essentially oh, so if, that's what that like little kid Loki exactly Loki exactly like. that's kid Loki and then there's the one the classic Loki with uh, Richard Morrison Richard uh-huh. E. Morrison plays him and it's, uh, it's supposed to be him grappling with different versions of himself like if he made this choice kid Loki apparently killed Thor and that's why he got pruned because simply that's the timeline is not supposed to go that way right yeah so it, it does that whole deal, and it, it tries to... At first, well, the first episode, it builds... It breaks everything down for the last 10 years. I think we talked about this, yeah. with the Infinity Stones being useless. It's yeah. like a box full yeah. of them. Yeah. Like, we use them as paperweights. Yeah, yeah. and then this one expands on it more, focusing on like the time travel aspect and then the multiverse aspect. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. So we know that Loki didn't die in... Um, well, he did die in Infinity War. But there's a version of him still bouncing around the timeline, so that's the yeah. ba- the version we focus. Yeah, on. the one that we the one that they try to steal the tesseract, mm-hmm. and then they screw up, and then he like grabs it and disappears. That's the Loki that we're following. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and then the, he like splits off, makes a wrong timeline, and then the TVA show up and arrest him because he's not supposed to be there. So it's like that episode of Rick and Morty when they fuck up the timelines and then the time cops show up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Is that the one where they look like testicles? Yeah. Yeah, the one that's yeah. like, don't mess with time. And he starts beating him up and he beats up Albert Einstein. Like, I will mess with time, of course. Um, yeah, it's exactly that. Is it? And then it goes off to, like, it introduces Lady Loki and, like, why she wants to do stuff like that. It's all that they had rat, uh, Frog Thor. Yeah. That's yeah, Frog cool. Thor, that was like a little Easter egg thing. That's pretty cool. He's in a jar in the dirt <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that they're almost done. I think the next one, one more? One more, uh-huh. yeah. The one more. So this next one, it, the one before we watched right now, well, Wednesday, it's like action-packed and filled with references and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Does it seem like it 
the Loki story, the Loki character is going to continue, or is it just going to get wrapped up in this? It feels like it, it'll continue yeah. in terms of we never see anything anymore. Like mm. he's he's alive in the world somewhere. So it's going to be like just leave it up to the interpretation. Pretty much, so they're going to leave it fairly open. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, simply because it this show feels like a retcon naturally because they're bringing back a character who's dead, but they're doing it in a way where it's fairly organic in the terms of Marvel. It's mm-hmm. like time travel. They're introducing another group that governs another part of the Marvel universe. And do they reference to that? Where was this group during Thanos' snap? Did they all, were they also victims? Well, let's see. Touch on and this is like this is the same thing. The problem with time travel. Uh-huh. Apparently, to them, that was always supposed to happen. Uh-huh. Right? Him snap because they exist outside outside the normal passage of time, so they wouldn't affect them. Okay. The snap, yeah. Okay, yeah, it, it's it's different. That that's the main thing with these TV shows with with Winter Soldier and WandaVision. They feel narratively different compared to the cookie cutter stuff that we've got for the last ten years. You know, with the hero's journey going yeah. back in circle and stuff like that. I get the feeling that there's well, not the feeling, but we know that now that they're playing, there are a lot more uh, IPs, intellectual properties for those who don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, that play around with the time travel type of thing right? right then they there has to be like some sort of consequence yeah uh the, the new chris pratt movie that came out on amazon prime i saw you saw that i did yeah the, what do you think tomorrow movie. how is it is it it is um i want to say a little goofy really it's a, it's an interesting there, there are a lot of like nuances that i picked up on mm-hmm. like the opening scene right it's christmas they're watching the world cup 2022 oh for those who don't know, it's the a, World Cup 2022 is supposed to be hosted in the winter. Right. Because it's supposed it's being held in Qatar, oh. Middle East, okay. which is like 140 degrees in the summer. Right. <laughs> right. So I like that. Like I saw that. I'm like, oh, that's a that's a cool nuisance. The nuisance. Nuisance? Nuance? Nuance. There you go. Nuance. Thank you for that. There's like continuity to it. There's some sense of continuity. Right. And then uh, it, it, right in the middle of the game, the portal opens and then the, the people, like the soldiers, like, hey, we need help that type of shit oh weird yeah so oh hmm. yeah so they picked what could possibly be the biggest uh the most viewed worldwide viewed uh sporting event and they were like okay we need fucking help you know right i'm like who won you know (laughs) 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 but yeah there's a lot of um uh things i was like wouldn't it make sense that when they do go in the future, like the the aliens and stuff they, they do, there's there's rules to stuff like like alien type of shit. You know, you shoot them in the head, shoot them in the shoot them in the torso or the thorax or something like that. Something that isn't protected. You know? Right, right. What well, are they? Are they wearing armor? Or no, it's just armor. It's like, like organic skin. Yeah, organic. Oh, okay. Plated armor that they have, and I would be like, wouldn't it make sense to have some sort of? If you know this, and you're sending people from today. To the future when we have like some sort of armor piercing or exploding ammunition right right they don't they don't do that you know that they so, don't no Which, so wait yeah it's a well because because i'm thinking transformers and it's like how do we beat these organic robots oh we have armor piercing and it's like it's already resolved like yeah. five minutes in yeah so what's the excuse for I just think that if they did, they didn't have a movie oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's this is on shaking ground now yeah. so it's it's it gets it's it's an interesting take uh-huh. you know you, um, uh, the people who who get chosen it's not like any anybody what is it's a draft but it's not like anybody at random you're supposed to die before the war actually happens 
Oh. Then you get drafted. Okay, that was my second question. Yeah. Like, how are they recruiting random people? But technically, that's screw up the whole timeline. So, yeah. so they're recruiting people who would have died yeah, during before, the invasion or before, before the invasion. Before the so, like, when, when Chris Pratt, they pick him up, and then he's like, uh, it, the, the military, the, the people who are chipping him, and they put a fucking pit boy on him, literally. Oh, gosh. And they're like, uh, it says here that you die 2030 or some shit, and then the war takes place 2048 or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. So, yeah, I think that people who have no, whose time loop ends before the war so that they can't fuck up. Right, it's like looper. Yeah, that's kind of a thing where you close the loop. Yeah. Right, exactly. So what makes Chris Pratt so special? Um, well, are you going to watch it? Because I don't want to. Yeah, well, yeah, I am. You are? Yeah, so like, is he like a military? He's a, he's a military, he's ex-military, but he, he, was, he was like more of the engineer type. Like he did his oh, tours. Oh, DOD kind of like engineer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, it starts off where he did his tour, and then he used this GI Bill to get his master's, I want to say, in uh, mechanical engineering. Mm-hmm. So he's interesting. T- yeah, so he he has he's like the nerdy hot army <laughs> scientist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Army of Dead. You've seen Army of Dead. Yeah. Right. It's like a Baptista's character, mm-hmm. where it's like uh, he. He's working at a, a burger place, but he has this all these accolades. He's uh-huh. in the military. He has yeah. the Medal of Honor. The eighteen, right? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> and, and it's like, um, like how I do. It doesn't match. Yeah, something. yeah. So it's 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 a little, I don't say convoluted, but they do a good job at explaining it. It's just the nuances that we know of, like uh, some sort of military awareness of the military mm-hmm. hardware that they have today. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they implicating it, like? Right. Like in the future. They, they explain that we, when the aliens, because that's what they are, the aliens. Okay. When the aliens landed, we never noticed that there wasn't a meteor, there wasn't a correct. Oh, so they like. They just seem to have appeared. Okay. That's what they were, they were like speculating. So I was like, why didn't they just like nuke them? But right. then if you take into consideration that they didn't know that they were actually there, then okay, I guess I guess that kind of makes so sense. So how does that work without spoiling it? Is mm-hmm. that something like they infiltrated like scrolls or was it like. They were on top of them before they can even nuke each other, nuke them. It was more like they were on top before. So before that, when when shit started going down, it was already too late. Right. So like zombie invasions, where it's like, oh, yeah. we don't know where it is. What's already they're in the yeah. they're in the alleyways already and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. They say that hmm. it took, I think like three months or something from like first sighting to to the point to, where there was only half a million people alive on the planet. Interesting. Which seems like it sounds like a dream. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> a lot more job opportunities. There's no traffic. There's no traffic. I can go to any beach exactly. naked and yeah. no one will judge me. Yep. Well, so I'm thinking of Independence Day where uh-huh. they basically they use every conventional technology to fight the aliens and of course they it wouldn't work and they mm-hmm. use that within the narrative. So I'm still what did they explain what we did during the war when they showed up or when it was too late did we assemble a union fight well that's why they were going back in time because they were running out of people to like the really? mass of people to throw at these uh, a wave after yeah. wave <laughs> yeah hmm yeah it's, so it's now I'm from sci-fi point of view is it lean does it lean towards sci-fi or action or is there a balance it's a them? balance right? they 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 do well. Time travel is always tricky, you know, especially to explain it right. to pull it off. They do somewhat of a good job. Uh, they 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 um they explain the way the loop type of thing. There isn't going to be like some sort of time cop show up and stuff right. like <laughs> because they because they choose people who are who died before the. 
the the war actually starts. Right. So, um, and what's funny is because they don't use like soldiers, because at that point every all the soldiers were actually dying, so they were just picking right. up random people left and right. So, th- how does that work? <laughs> Do they plant like? They download memories from another no, soldier. It's just here's a gun. Yeah, here's a gun. So like, go after. like Russia kind of World mm-hmm. War Two. Yeah, not exactly. one step back, yeah. one bullet. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Exactly, exactly. But it's it's it, it kind of feels like more harsh because they don't really get trained. Like you know, you're being thrown into die since your 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 loop ends at this specific year. You're basically right. uh, cannon fodder. Right. So, so that's, that's, that's what weird. it feels exactly. That's they, know, they don't like. talk about that idea or anything? They kind of just accept it. Oh, okay. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, obviously, the, all the people who are there, like, who got drafted, they're like, what the fuck? This is... And then there's uh, the, the the little Pip-Boy thing that they install <laughs> tracks you, and it's it's synced to your heartbeat, uh-huh. to, your, to your genetic code, I think it was. So if right. you try to tamper you try to take it off. Not only will you you be sent, but somebody with in your family will take the place. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Why? Is these are these heroes? Are we supposed to root for these people? Well, that's that's within where, where in the conflict begins because, like, you imagine the, oh, the, right. the civil unrest around uh, the Vietnam War. Now, imagine that at a global scale right. because it's not only the Americans going; it's like Americans, Russians, Chinese, all right, shit. Right. everybody puts their petty differences aside to come together to conquer this. But the news from the future is that it it isn't looking good. Right. So if there isn't anything that can be done uh, as quickly as possible, then that's it for the human race. Right, right. So it, it gets kind of... It, it's interesting how they they get to explain the origin of the aliens and trying to figure it out and mm-hmm. that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. they And they only spend seven, day, seven days in the future war. Okay. So we follow them in the war already. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. So, okay, cool, yeah. huh? So I think it takes maybe 25 minutes to just start ramping up. Mm-hmm. Which is it's pretty interesting. It, like, it would, would I consider it to be one of the greats? Mm-hmm. Not really, no. Yeah. But it's, it's a fun, entertaining... Um, if you if you could put aside all the 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 silly not the silliness but like the the stuff that we know right, you the, know, be, we, the preconceptions yeah the preconceptions right. all that stuff then it's a pretty entertaining it's a pretty entertaining two hours two and a half hours maybe, it sounds like I mean it's a nice spin to it I always think of Independence Day mm-hmm. with the whole alien invasion simply because there's a segment where they're like they 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 parallel it to colonization, mm-hmm. right? And how, what would they do if new people come to another planet? They mm-hmm. wipe out the population first yeah. and then they start colonizing. Yeah. So the Tomorrow War, especially when it comes to like, if you don't, if you screw up with this little Pip-Boy thing, we're going to take your other family member and then yeah. you're going to take his place. So it reminds me of like, uh, like North Korea's policy. <laughs> you, know, and, you escape your whole three generations right, well, of your it's, it's actually it's called sense. something too which is scary they have a label it's like generational punishment or yeah, something like that crazy show yeah like that. your family members and their family members and then it goes down the line yeah. so this sounds like an interest it sounds like a nice spin I like it when sci-fi into it a pure sci-fi has kind of like a societal little thing yeah. at the foundation and then it builds upon them stuff like that yeah without a doubt it was like uh, when I saw the trailer uh, you know Chris Pratt we yeah. love Chris Pratt Chris yeah. Pratt's awesome you know from Andy from Parks and Rec to Star Lord right pretty uh, fun actor funny he seems like a funny dude so I was like alright I'm inclined to watch this already yeah uh, but yeah it's it's a very 
I don't say very, but it's quite interesting how they how they pull off the story. Is it bloody, or is it just action packed? Um, I don't like gory. Mm-hmm. Like are pieces falling off people? Right? Are people like getting grabbed by the aliens and getting taken? The somewhere beginning else? is a little fucked up. Oh wow! Um, when they first when the Chris Pratt's group of soldiers or I guess uh, civilians, civilians. conscripts, uh, <laughs> conscripts, yeah. Um, they land or they go to the future. That scene is kind of fucked up. Oh wow! Yeah, it's um, it's a uh, like they said. I'm just gonna tell you this. Like they say, you're you're gonna be teleported five to ten feet above the ground. Oh no! I already know what's yeah, going. So, <laughs> Someone gets like, teleported as, in. as the teleportation starts. They're like, holy shit! The aliens found where they're gonna land. Uh-huh. So we got to abort. But some of them still go through, and they they, they get teleported like 200 feet in the air. Uh-huh. So some of them are just falling through. Oh my gosh! That's Okay, that's yeah. horrible naturally, yeah. but that's like what? Yeah, yeah. So there's the there's the few who get teleported above a, um, a like a uh, rooftop pool and uh-huh. land in the pool. And okay, that's how they get the main it. characters. Yeah, the main characters. <laughs> yeah. And you see like a lot of people you've seen in like um, commercials and that type of shit. Right? Uh-huh. You'd be like, oh, I know that guy. That <laughs> commercial. Oh, I know this person. <laughs> really? This. Yeah. Like he's it's air insurance company or something <laughs> exactly. like that. It's Aaron from the insurance. perishables. You the perishables. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I'm still a little grappling with the whole idea. Here's a gun. There's a direction. Go at it. Yeah. yeah that's basi- but... They're basically sending people to their deaths. Hmm. Like you, there's a there's a scene where his wife runs like a support group for the, that war veteran, so they're like missing the legs and that mm-hmm. type of shit. And that happened within a week. Oh wow. Not. Um, I don't remember if they if they explain it where like you leave and then you come back to the same spot right but like they spend seven days in, in the future world war yeah so they spend seven days and then they get sent and then back. they get sent back so it's like if, leave. if if the little pit boy detects that you're still alive oh my gosh it sounds like a, <laughs> it sounds like a video game yeah it's it's Dude. very video gamey right in, in a lot of sense um i think like uh, mass effect like, Mass Effect, yeah. Mass, like Effect, Mass Effect, even borderline Fallout in terms of humor. I yeah. mean, the whole world knew this is not supposed to be funny, <laughs> but we're like singing like these '80s tunes, '90s, yeah. '80s tunes and stuff like that, while killing super mutants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that and then thinking about how like we there's consequences. Well, every iteration that we've seen that has time, some sort of element of time travel, mm-hmm. there has been some consequences. And I was thinking like, why aren't we seeing that? Right. Now? So we do. We, do no. We, no, we don't. No, no, no. Just because they like I said, they cover their asses by sending people who are already supposed to be dead. Right. Right. So the what is it the the. the History will not miss you. Right. <laughs> like that. That's a good line. I mean, like, history won't. Yeah. You're taking um, a sabbatical from history or something. That's cool. Um, it's definitely on my list. I do remember. I didn't know Amazon had it. I thought it was like Netflix. No, it's Amazon. Honest, but it's Amazon. Yeah. Well, like, I, I'm one, it's, not, it's no longer Mr. Bezos' uh, own property because he stepped down to CEO. Yeah. But Amazon, like if they, if they bought uh, MGM, like what the fuck can't they do? Yeah, that's true. That's so, the scary part about it. You that's know very I mean. scary. It's terrifying. So taking into consideration that this multi, like we thought Disney was gonna rule the world, right? <laughs> like <laughs> Twenty odd years ago, ten, ten, yeah. ten odd, years ten ago. odd years ago. Yeah, like Disney. But, but now it's Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon with their drones. Right? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, have a happy Amazon day, <laughs> citizens of Amazonia. <laughs> Amazonia. Yeah. Don't forget to take your Amazon Prime associated pills. Yeah. Or for nutrients every day. For nutrients. Enough energy. Oh my God. <laughs> to fulfill so... your your daily Amazon duties. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, have a Prime day. My non-compliers will be dealt with like <laughs> accordingly, or something. Yeah. Accordingly to the prime cart way of life. Way of life. <laughs> oh my! God. That sounds a lot scarier than Goofy. It really does. I mean, Goofy was hilarious, like an yeah. enforcer for Disney. <laughs> like, <laughs> the main properties: the uh, this uh, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald. Uh, Pluto. Right. Well, that's the dog. I don't think that counts. Um, yeah. Is there another one? Where they feed you to? Him? Uh, the duck? Daffy. Do you see that later? No, already? that's not Daffy. Uh, Donald. Uh, Donald, yeah. Donald. yeah. So, see, being those, like, in, the Ian Fortune, for, like, think about it as, like, a, a video game, like, the, the bosses. Oh, my at each, God. At each level. <laughs> Every door. <laughs> oh, that's, that's terrifying. Yeah. I feel like the Amazon one is more just because we can see it. <laughs> yeah, we can see it happen in yeah. real time. Like, yeah. it was a shock when Disney bought Fox. Yeah. It was much more of a shock when Amazon bought MG. Yeah, it was just, and it wasn't even like, oh, we're planning on doing it. Like, nope, it's the next day. Yeah, MGM like it shit happens, deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. Uh, the Red Menace. <laughs> <laughs> or the Blue. Oh, the, the Blue the with blue the smile. The smile the, the, yeah. the, the, <laughs> um, that's all on their tanks. Did you watch, or I don't think you did, because mm. you're not that great on yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll get better. Next show, I'll definitely do something <laughs> on my list. You didn't watch um, The Mitchells vs. Machines? No. But it's basically it's basic, it's like that. Amazon takes over robots and... Oh, my goodness. They, they, <laughs> I don't want to spoil the movie, but yeah. Um, I remember the trailer, and I remember loving the trailer, which I know trailers are supposed to do that, but I just... The music and yeah. the action, stuff like that. Yeah, but, it's, it's a fun movie. You should uh, watch it. On um, Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. <laughs> So, find yourself, uh, like, a Friday night or something. Honestly, on a cooler night, because right now it's fucking Oh, high. gosh, how old is it? Like, 100? It's 100, and then let me check. Uh, nope. Uh, I remember I had my window open, and it's like, I thought I was getting sunburned. 93. Oh, goodness. Yeah, 91, 90, yeah, it's it's bad. Well, it's not that, it's not as bad as it, it's been past. Like, we're now almost halfway through July. Yeah. And I think the hottest it's been was like 100, right? Like yeah. Past years, it's been like 110, 115. Oh, well, yeah. It's terrible. Just, and you don't have an AC in it. No, right? I so don't. You're just there baking. Just right, like, yeah. I have like three fans. Low roasting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, let me turn over for you. Um, are you allowed to have any like external um, AC units or something? Like a portable AC unit? Someone apparently is coming in to take a look at the place mm-hmm. just because it's like, again, it's like an oven. Yeah. It feels like an oven. In- inhumane con- living conditions. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, able yeah. to install something. Yeah, last year it was pretty hot and I ended up buying a portable AC unit. Oh, nice. It's like you run the... the the exhaust tube through the window and then it blasted right. and it, it was it was a lifesaver. Like, right. there, was, there was nights where I would wake up like at two in the morning just drenched and sweating. Uh, like, I run hot. Like, yeah. My body's hot. My body is hot. Yeah. I don't know about you. But oh, like, same. Like, yeah. I'm like, why is it so hot? I'm yelling and like at the dark because yeah. I'm like flipping over and it's like... St- yeah, it's like stinky. Feel, and <laughs> and um, what I would do is I would grab the shirt, 
moistened it and then put it in the freezer. Uh-huh. And then I would just drape it over. Oh, that's, oh that God. sounds crappy. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, so me. it's a tip. You can, you can do that. <laughs> next time it's like 100 degrees at night, just take a, like boxers or something and just put them on. Just right. They're in the freezer. But, oh, gosh. Um, we have to honor two greats in Hollywood. Yes. Uh, Dick Donner, uh, well, Richard Donner, for those who don't know, uh, directed the movie that started basically everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there, has, there was, uh, back in the 50s, 60s, 40s, and even 30s, serials. Yeah. Uh, and TV shows. Uh, for those who don't know, serials are like little 15-minute, 20-minute shorts that would appear in front of movies. Right, right. little bits of yeah. entertainment to keep you waiting. Yeah, uh, a lot of them had to do with like uh, like a very very rudimentary superheroes like Batman had some Superman had some Shazam had some oh really yeah oh, interesting I think Shazam was the first yeah because he's too. he's older than Superman yeah like Superman came out in thirty he wasn't even owned by DC no like it was DC. Action Comics yeah um, but yeah so Dick Donner the the director of the very first Superman movie in the seventies with uh, Christopher Reeves. Gene Hackman. Yeah. Um, the one chick who played Lois, I forgot her name. I, I, the face is in my head. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. He passed away at 91. Yeah. Um, and it, it's it's weird because, like, I heard this one say before. It's like, you know you're getting old when your your dad's heroes are starting to die. Right. So, and that's like, um, my dad, uh, as I mentioned before, he passed away a couple of years ago, but his thing was always going to the movies. Like, um, a lot of the reason the 80s of the 80s movies that I like and stuff like that is because of him yeah and then I remember him telling me that he watched uh, Superman in the theater one, one year yeah and it's it was like oh that's interesting you know going imagining what a movie's like 40 years ago now at this point oh, oh my goodness <laughs> no not even 50 uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I remember it like it's yesterday yeah 50 years at this point um so yeah, you know, Mr. Donner, thank you for, you know, the, the first, the very first, uh, bum, 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 yeah. Bum. yeah, that, that theme song still gives me chills. It, it definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love, I loved him and the Superman. Also, I completely forgot and I blanked, but he did the Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah, right? I think he did all four. I don't know if he did all four, but I know he did at least two. He did at least two, yeah. I remember watching that as a kid, and I remember just laughing so much just because it's 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 Super something campy. right, and it's <laughs> something. It's one of those few movies where like, here, let's do this hardboiled cop and this reckless dude. Yeah, and then it's very seventies and eighties. Yeah, and I and then I love that instead of having you know a cut and paste in the next movies, they actually added stakes they changed the character right and then they you know um a lot of it felt as though there's an evolution within like you have rocky one rocky two and it's kind of like kind of the the same same. story yeah yeah this one it's like there's a different and it's shot differently and it's very 70s naturally (laughs) but i do remember having fond memories and just laughing with that and when i found that richard donner died and it's like yeah yeah you'll watch those movies again one of the greats like um it's 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 um interesting to think about. We live in, in Los Angeles, yeah. Hollywood, Tinseltown, where the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> and there's so much rich film history here. Yes. You know? Um, thinking about how like Tarantino bought the was it the Vista? Was it the uh, yeah yeah the Vista. Vista? 
So we we have like, have you ever been to any of those old school theaters? I've oh God. Aside I'm, from like the Grauman's Chinese Theater, uh, or is it the TCL now? The TCL, I think yeah, it's called TCL. TCL. I've been to the Egyptian. The Egyptian. Yeah, and I really like that place. Just yeah. the feel of it. Mm. Not only just the history of it, but mm. the whole, uh, like the how the theater's set up feels as though it's like it's for these momentous occasions. Yeah. Things like that. So having somebody of that era specifically, like, cause. I think when was it? When did he start his career, Richard Donner? It's got to be in like thirties, right, or something like that. Yeah, I feel like it is. Like, if only we had this machine. <laughs> the accumulation of all of human knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. He was born in thirty, so not thirties. Uh, no. <laughs> so let's say fifties. You know, still that. They were the the films were making that transition from black and white to color. Yeah. So being him part of that era and then him giving us the first iteration of a superhero movie. You're right. Back when it was you had to lay down on the plane on a plank or something and then they'll fill right. the flag <laughs> that type of shit. He built the bit he built the foundation exactly. Yeah, of it. Exactly. So we thank you and uh, may you rest in peace. Uh, somebody else who also died was uh, R D S. R D Senior. Right. Right. Robert Downey Jr. Robbie Downey. Robbie Downey Jr.'s dad. Right, right. Uh, which also was a, an actor and um, film. Filmmaker? Filmmaker in this time, yeah. Um, that one came out of, I want to say it came out of nowhere, but I didn't know his, his dad was still alive. Yeah, honestly, I, I didn't know that either. I always thought, like, they went their separate ways or something like that. Yeah, the, the issues that RDJ had with drugs. Right. Kind of, I think it kind of would have soured that relationship but yeah i mean it's hard to say like to do that with father and son you know it's yeah. kind of fucked up to say but i just i just always thought that he was like he probably died like in the 80s or some shit but it's not <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to laugh but it's just it's uh a lot of these you know, like rdj himself how old is he like 50s gotta be almost 60 right 60 yeah. and it's hard to imagine our people that we grew up with reaching that age yeah like 60 yeah, and then I don't know what was he last in, like, because a lot of that has to do with um, when when you were last time in in like people were able to see you. Right. Um, I see that it looks like his most recent movie is Tower Heist, two thousand eleven. Yeah, I do remember him in Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Yeah, yeah I do remember that. I vaguely remember him in Magnolia. Mag- Mag- Magnolia? Yeah, Magnolia? No, just, no, Magnolia. just Magnolia. Yeah, Magnolia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you, uh, R.D. Robert Downey Jr. No, Robert Downey Sr. It's so like, it's all custom to say <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. But yeah, Robert Downey Sr. And he, and younger, he sees a striking resemblance of R.D. Looks like Gene Wilder. Oh, Gene Wilder? Yeah. Gene, yeah, Gene Wilder. I mean, everyone during that age. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Thank you for for your art. Thank you for your son, especially Jesus. Right. The Marvel, the Marvel MCU universe will not be anything. Without I mean, the whole world, cinematic wise, is <laughs> affecting, rippling everyone. Yeah, so 21, 2021 is a bitch. Yeah. What? Uh, who's died so far? We had DMX. Mm, he kicked the bucket earlier. Right, DMX. Uh, MF Doom. MF Doom. Yeah. Who's that? I think he's a rapper who died. Uh huh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I keep up with the young, <laughs> the, the young hip, the young. Hello, fellow children. <laughs> <or so. laughs> fellow children. 
Uh, what's up with this? Uh, what if Marvel series? Yeah, it's an animated stuff. So as much as I can gather from the trailer, mm-hmm. it's essentially all these questions of what if so-and-so did this, what would happen? So mm-hmm. there's one story where what if Killmonger saved Tony Stark in the desert? Yeah. Or another one, what if it was T'Challa taken and not, uh, what's his, not Star Lord. What's his real name? Uh, Peter Quill. Peter Quill, right. Instead of Peter Quill being taken, T'Challa's taken. Uh-huh. And there's another one, what if uh, Peggy was the one who became Captain America? Captain Britain. Yeah, or right. Captain Britain, yeah. right. So, uh, yeah, it, it tackles that stuff and it brings back, I think this is Chad Boat. Bozeman's Bose, Bose, yeah. last performance because yes. he voices T'Challa. I think they bring back everybody. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean Disney's Disney's financial power. They can bring up everybody who played those roles and do voiceovers and stuff like that. Yeah. So Robert Downey, he's in this one too. That's pretty cool. I saw the trailer that you went that you posted it from the Watcher's point of view. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty yeah. interesting. It's somebody who actually has the ability to manipulate time and space to his or her will right and, and i like the the, the 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 speech he says was like I've, i see everything you're doing but i cannot i cannot and will not interfere, interfere. So, yeah. like it gives me chills i mean if they did the same opposite of like dc stuff and they did that i would still get chills too just because it's like this is this is a celestial being that we've never really seen other than was it endgame where we see Stan Lee talking to like three of them. No, it <laughs> or was, was it uh, Infinity War. No, it was uh, Guardians. Guardians. Oh, thank yeah, you. Guardians. Oh, of way out of there. But yeah, so, Guardians. He's yeah, <laughs> talking to three of them. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And I like. I feel like they should have had um, given Stan Lee a, a bigger legacy, mm-hmm. aside from just the cameos. You know, mm-hmm. like make them a key player, like. Like, I, uh, you, we saw the meme or something where he's cleaning, he picks up Thor's hammer, that type of shit. You right. Know, something that gave him significant, because he is the creator, he is the architect, he is the master of all of this. So, giving him, like, an even bigger role than just him being in each and every single right. movie. Right. That's Making true. him a watcher would have been perfect. That would have been great. I mean, I would have loved to see, I don't know if this is weird. Like a watcher, but he's like dressed like Stanley, <laughs> like or has his hair like Stanley or yeah. something like that. So I'm gonna get a little choked up. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, yeah, I would love to see uh, Stanley in in the greater MCU universe mm-hmm. as a character or as a driving force towards something. Yeah, he is in the games. I mean, there's literally a statue, and I was playing Spider-Man Miles Morales, and there's a statue of because he appears in the first game Spider-Man with. Uh, you know, with uh, MJ and Peter, mm-hmm. and he's actually a waiter. Um, and MJ and Peter are not together anymore. And he's uh, a waiter, and he's like, uh, and it seems as though MJ might want to get back with Peter. And then he goes to Peter and says, like, you know, I always liked it when you two were together. And it's like super meta because he worked on Spider-Man. You know, he created yeah. Spider-Man stuff like that. And it's like he always liked MJ and Peter together. But after he passed, you go. There's a statue of him in front of the restaurant in oh, that that's scene. Pretty cool. Yeah. Like in the Spider-Man Into the Multiverse, when Miles Morales is having his come to superhero crisis moment, mm-hmm. and Stanley gives him the oh. the suit, and, and it's like, will it fit me? Yeah, it's like it always does, or something yeah, like that. Or and then he's all like, it's ten bucks or something. <laughs> like no refunds. In the eye and stuff. Yeah, I like those. It's those moments that it's 
I granted I've never met the man, but mm-hmm. I've I've known him by his we've work. We've been in his presence. We've been in in one that's, way or that's another. That's the closest we've we've ever been. We've been in his presence. Right. Like, literally, he was. He was behind years. us, and I was like, "Should I spend money <laughs> to do it?" And I should have. I really should have. But uh, yeah, he his his works and his characters will live on past For even us. us. These are our versions of uh, Greek mythology. Yeah. If any resemblance of our civilization lives on. Uh, it will be they would they would like see the superheroes not just Marvel DC not just DC but like even the smaller ones the people who have who have held some sort of significance in somebody's life yeah they would see us and be like these people worshipped God or some <laughs> shit <laughs> right right they, they'll know the, all the characters of the comic world mm. and through their actions and through what they symbolize and stuff like that yeah. but back to what you said I definitely would like to see Stanley in some capacity yeah in the MCU For, yeah especially seeing that they are expanding to um, the more far out storylines yeah. well, not storylines but the more far out characters like this like the Eternals like the Watchers like right, right. all these characters where they do play much more of a bigger role than just Captain America Iron Man like punch stuff yeah punch stuff, yeah. <laughs> where it is a, a more of a galactic universal feel rather than just at home yeah. Or the immediate universe around us. Right, right. Like, I remember hearing that uh, Stanley wanted to play Odin. I did hear about that too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why not? That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. That would have yeah. been a perfect um, role for him. Could just take it into consideration uh, who he is and what he's accomplished yeah. within within the, the the comics and the pop culture universe. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna say that he would have been a better choice than uh, Anthony, Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, but you know, but just I do. Like, I'm. I had a friend who always would watch the Marvel stuff, and when she saw Stanley, she's like, "Oh my gosh, it knocks me out of my like the world and stuff like that." I always thought it the other way around, where I knew it was a Marvel film because what, of because of Stanley. Yeah. And when I see his face, it's like he's there. He's always a presence within yeah. within and, those worlds. But a lot of people, I think a lot of people, I think it's. I think the com- him cameo started in the comics, right? Yeah. And then it carried on into the movie. It's the... I'm the sorry. Being <laughs> <laughs> a little you know, skittyish. Right? Yeah, I know. I've, I've been playing scary games, and it's like every movement... I remember my mom walked in, I screamed when I looked at her. And it's, and it's not even violent. She didn't even, like, spoo me. I just, like, movement in my peripherals made me scream. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I was going to forget, and I was going to... scream. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. But, yeah, Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? We have a topic. Uh, yeah, we, have, we wrote down a show log. You know, topics that we want to We're discuss. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anything that comes out, I think we talked mm, about. Or we talk about did we talk about the Boba Fett? No, we didn't. No. Yeah. So last episode, or two episodes ago, I, I asked you, where are you Star Wars-wise? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the Mandalorian is the, like, the thing that's keeping you holding on to that, to the Star Wars fandom, that type of shit? In terms of, like, that's what's refreshing my... Yeah. In terms of... Uh, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes and no mostly because I didn't really... I didn't yeah, care... Uh, looks like a bus or something. <laughs> it must be the 270. That's exactly... <laughs> Hold on, let me just... Right on schedule. Better? Oh. Uh... 
better yet. So it's behind us. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, but I didn't... I, it's not that I cared much for Boba Fett, but I didn't really think much of Boba Fett at the, the time. So when I see The Mandalorian, I was like, oh, it's it's cool that they're bringing in... Like, they're elaborating on his culture and his lore yeah, and stuff like that. The Mandalorian lore. Lore. Yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. And uh, But on my like my hunt, one side, I'm just thinking, if, if it's someone who didn't look like Boba Fett, would it get the views? Or would it get the same... Notoriety mm-hmm. as by itself, uh-huh. and that, that's that's what I, I always second guess nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So it's yes and no. It's it's. I'm interested to see the more of the world, but then again, it's something that they don't really take. They're that's safe. It's relatively mm-hmm. safe, especially with season yeah. two. They don't take any risks. Exactly, and in season two, season one was fantastic, right? Yeah. That spaghetti western feel, him going to town to town or planet to planet. And trying to find his way out because that's what Star Wars is. It's just, it's like a, a space cowboys and exactly, space. <laughs> exactly space, space cowboys, right? Exactly, and and it's uh, we have season two where it's it's spin off after spin off and it's that corporate side creeping up. And then, yeah, I mean the season two was a lot more fan service y. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I get I get the sense that. After uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, Filoni, yes, Filoni, yeah. they established the Mandalorian world. You know, everything nowadays is its own world and cinematic universe and that type of shit. Right. Once they established that, they kind of had, um, they kind of came. I feel like they kind of came to a crossroads. You know, like mm-hmm. take this on a more edgier turn, mm-hmm. or you know, just give us what what the fans want. And yeah. I think that they went for the fans what we want because of the backlash that the, the last trilogy had you know, yeah. because everything um, when Mandalorian came out they had plans for uh, Obi-Wan movie or TV, TV show TV show yeah or was it movie and then they canceled the movie and then now, now they're gonna do a TV yeah show. you're right yeah because like what else how are, yeah. how are we gonna make a movie to yeah. Yeah. so they had they had planned to do uh, to expand the universe like Solo Right. Solo was supposed to build up to this even bigger thing with Darth Maul, but now right. I don't think they're even going to touch that. Right, right. And, and Star Wars story, the whole yeah. line where it's like a Star Wars story they're mm-hmm. supposed to build up. Yeah. Right. So now that Mandalorian, I think they were like, you know, let's just give them uh, what they want uh, and conclude the Grogu storyline mm-hmm. and then have, uh, take a break, I guess, from the Mandalorian season three and then focus on the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Which I'm in, I'm in line with you. Boba Fett iconic character super iconic I don't even think he did he even have any lines in the original trilogy uh, screaming screaming yeah, <laughs> like, he was being lines like both at where and, like, ah! and then he flew through like, yeah and I, I think that's that's really yeah. it yeah. yeah but I feel like they're doing that movie that TV series uh, series right yeah because it's not it's not part of the Mandalorian mm, so it's no yeah it's, 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 it's own little thing, thing. yeah, yeah. Uh, miniseries, I guess you would say. Yeah. Solely because of the fan reaction. You know, when they announced that the dude who played uh, Jango Fett in Attack of the Clones right. was going to play Boba Fett, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you know? it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> and then seeing him, his character, and the, the him, uh, his story arc throughout, I kind of feel like, okay, they're taking it even safer. Right. You know, it, are they going to give us something more exciting uh, in the, the Boba Fett lore backstory? Well, not necessarily backstory because it's taken from the present. Now. Yeah, like but what he did in that gap from mm-hmm. falling in the starlight pit. Yeah, like, I would like to elaborate a little bit more on that. Yeah, how did he escape? Definitely, and all that shit. 
Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to Book of Boba Fett because as a Star Wars fan, I do want to learn more about the world. I do want to know how the hell did you jump out of that pit yeah. and what, what have you been doing throughout the whole time. But I always, it's not a huge thing, but I have like this, this nudge feeling to be skeptical just because, again, it's, it's safe and it's something what the fans want and there's nothing wrong with that, right? But it's if it's something that Star Wars is just going to be callbacks to bygone like, eras yeah. right and there are moments where we were kids and like oh nostalgia and uh, and fan service then is that just star wars at this point fan service and nostalgia like mcu um, <laughs> nothing wrong with that well to some people that was always star wars you know like mm-hmm. for me star wars was always x-wings and Millennium falcon and uh lightsaber Mm-hmm. That was always Star Wars. If, if you show me a movie that has that, put a Star Wars name on it, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't necessarily uh, dislike the... the Sequel trilogy? Prequel trilogy? Prequel trilogy. Yeah, prequel trilogy. Because the prequel is technically for us. Yeah. Because 2000s, true. we're kids. So yeah. that's, that was our... Our story. Induction. Yeah, exactly. And then, the, yeah. I didn't necessarily dislike that because it did have most of those elements. Mm-hmm. Seeing the Millennium Falcon again, obviously, just fucking tears coming out. <laughs> of and then, to some extent, uh, seeing Boba Fett again, you know, like, oh my god, it's fucking Boba Fett. It's a badass character. Yeah. So I am excited. I am interested to see how they expand his lore more. Exactly. Yes. Um, but I agree with you one hundred percent. You got to be skeptical because it doesn't feel like they're taking a risk. Right. Um, and and if anything, if if at, at any point they should be taking a risk is now. Yeah, you have you have um, the f- creative freedom, especially with a TV show, to, to explore those. those right. Things. Maybe they will blow it out of the fucking water to give us something that's completely out of left field with the Boba Fett book of Boba Fett. Yeah, or the man. We were talking about this prior to the show, but season three Mandalorian, we really don't know where it's gonna go. Honestly, you know, naturally, it's gonna go to Mandalore, like uh-huh. you said. Um, before the show, but, uh, like we were bouncing ideas, and it's like, how do we, how do we fill in this gap? We're gonna show Mandalore for the first time in live action. How do we? What's the storyline's gonna be? Is it gonna be like Game of Thrones esque in terms of who's gonna be the ruler and stuff like that? And they have to fight naturally, right? Yeah. And I'm excited for that because simply we we never ever seen that bit. But again, it's the, it's that skepticism where are we gonna have this new Game of Thrones? battle for the crown s sort of narrative or is it going to be oh here comes luke skywalker to save the day and remind you that the star wars universe is smaller than you remember yeah, or something like that, you know? um well i'm not i'm not too like upset about the luke skywalker coming mm. to save the day i mean to me i was screaming yeah. but i mainly because we know that there was only a handful of jedis left like who like they showed osaka and then mm. aside from that who else were they going to show uh, Especially at, a, at at that point where you should you had to show somebody significant within the story, yeah. the, the Star Wars story. Yeah, that's true. You know, like if fucking um, random tentacle monster Jedi showed up. To, to I, <laughs> I wouldn't like that. It's, I know. It's, I know. You're, you're, it's a good point that you yeah. bring up. It's like you have to bring something that's noto that you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw the X when you already knew what it was instantly. Yeah, I think so. so I I I lean towards the side if they added they introduced a new character. Like it's someone that's not necessarily within the lore of the Star Wars, like Revan or something mm-hmm. like that. But if you added someone who is like training under Luke, 
Mm-hmm. And then we ext- we follow his, a new star, someone that's not just connected to the Skywalker saga. Because yeah. I do feel that these, these I have no problem with the sequels. I mean, they do have their issues, so did the prequels, but I love them either way. Uh, but the sequels had shot themselves in the foot when they rooted themselves in nostalgia. Yeah. Because at that point where it's you're there, now you have people comparing it to the prequels and the original trilogy, and they're never going to live up to that. No. No. Right, so I just I don't not that I don't like I do remember screaming a lot when Luke <laughs> showed up, but I also do see the duality in it in terms of you're going back to something that you know is going to get an A plus. Yeah. Without really you know, giving it what we want, what we need, sort of stuff. But yeah, I I agree with you like a hundred percent. Luke Skywalker made sense because it would have had the. I guess emotional impact oh, at that point. Oh, definitely. I mean, we never see him fight like that. No. Right. After this is after Return. Yeah. Right. And so what? Five years. Five years. Return? Right. After Return, the Empire fell. There's remnants. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But we've never seen like uh, Rogue One with Vader. Vader. We never moving saw like that. that. We've no. never seen like that. And you can take that as a narrative thing. Like, oh my gosh, you never moved like that. But you can also say that this is him exploring the capacities of his suit. Yeah. Right. Moving around as though he doesn't have the suit. Mm-hmm. But well, like we always were, mm-hmm. were told that Vader is such a badass, and I guess we saw Anakin be a badass in some occasions. Yeah, but it was never Vader. He was never no. wearing the suit. No. So to see Vader be a badass, like we were told to, to actually fear him. Yeah. Like you saw that fucking as soon as you saw the red light. Yeah, like you're you're bone. You're all all shit. Guys are all, you're dead. Yeah. yeah exactly. So yeah. seeing something like 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 that come coming from Luke you would imagine that we know he's a, he was a good pilot yeah but how handy was he with the lightsaber exactly to, now to see him combat the the dark troopers yeah yeah and they're supposed to be the advanced mm-hmm. right these are the, the ones who are supposed to win the war not, I mean not uh, have any feelings right it was the human component or something like that and yeah, and I loved where he, there's one dark trooper where he's, he's going to shoot him in the back and he just kind of like, he flourishes and then just puts his lightsaber behind yeah. him and it, it deflects and hits the guy. Mm-hmm. And I love that and that's what makes me also excited, and this is the fanboy talking, for uh, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Because uh, oh, what's it, uh, Hayden Christensen is going to come back as Vader. That's cool. So are, it's either a flashback or are we going to see him battle Obi-Wan to the point where we see his face? Because you... You can't just say it's Hayden Christensen. He's never going to take the mask off. Yeah, but even even so, like Vader, we've seen him with his mask off. It's all burned into the right, like, right. It's all oh, like yeah, yeah. Rebel of foreskin. That's yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, when is uh, Obi? Uh, yeah, Obi Wan supposed to come out? Uh, I think they're in production now. Still, yeah, I think next year. I want to say a good chance. So and then it would be Book of Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett, Obi Wan, and then Mandalorian again. I think so. Yeah, or I don't know if Mandalorian. I think they're in production as well. Season yeah. three. Season three. Yeah. Well, they. I think they still might still be in production in uh, Book of Boba Fett. Like mm. they they announced the directors. Oh right. So they might not. So are they in pre pro or are they just? They might be pre pre pro. Pre pre pro. Yeah. yeah. Let's write Book of Boba Fett <laughs> on the whiteboard first. Then yeah. Then. Right. Yeah. Like this convoluted, like serial killer looking <laughs> like, trail. This is yeah. how it works. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's 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 always exciting and taking it taking into consideration that these shows do come around where the year gets colder and the, it right. seems to be a little crisper 
there's that little Christmassy magic floating. Yeah, that, that that I like that. That's what I like. I liked about the new trilogy of Star Wars that they did come around Christmas right. time. Yeah. Right. Made it more just that more special. Exactly, and it's say say what you're what you want with your preconceptions. It's like oh my gosh, the original trilogy or the prequels or whatever stuff. It's Star Wars. It's always right. Star be. Wars is all about the adventure and the exploration and stuff like that. And then if that's what the movies you got from the movies, then it did its job. Yeah. Preconceptions be damned. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, Last Jedi, we ragged on it so much, everybody has, but yeah. there has been, there was points where I was thoroughly entertained. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Holy yeah. shit, that looked dope. Oh, and then there was a lot of times where, like, this, this why? 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I start ranting about Council Blight and, like, why? Why? Yeah, why? why? Uh, War's bad, okay? Exactly. Yeah, we Rich people. <laughs> We're root of volume. We're, yeah, yeah, we, we got it. Yeah. Money, credits, or whatever. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Children um, abuse. <laughs> but overall, the Star Wars, it's always going to take you to that, to that point in your childhood when you yeah. first discovered Star Wars. Yeah. Is I always remember um, back, back in the day when I had cable, or I, I, think, I guess I have cable. Now, <laughs> I guess, yeah. No, it's because like, uh-huh. I, have, I have AT&T. Right. So then when I downloaded the DirecTV app, it automatically signed me into DirecTV. Oh. So I guess I have cable. <laughs> yeah, you took it. <laughs> You're an adult now, you have cable. Yeah. Um, but seeing them every time they would come on Spike, mm-hmm. that's when I would like watch like oh holy shit Star Wars it's yeah dope. Um, uh, I think we touched on uh, the anime Star Wars series that's gonna come out. How I was gonna I was gonna ask you what do you feel about that because you really it, it has nothing to do with continuity yeah it's, right it's it has a, nothing to do an uh, anthology series right right yeah. and it's it's kind of leaning on how Star Wars was inspired by. You know the Seven Samurai mm-hmm. and the Hidden Fortress, you know, yeah. all that stuff. So now it's kind of going full circle, yeah. Where Star Wars is going back to Japan, and now they're doing. So how do you feel about them doing the anthology? I like that everybody gets to do their own take. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody. Uh, it's it's hard to to come across somebody, especially that works in some facet of the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. that doesn't love Star Wars. Yeah. And I like that they're they're exploring different avenues. They're giving different people a different perspective on what Star Wars is and what Star Wars meant to them. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I've never really been that big of a fan of the anime style animation. Mm-hmm. It seems a little like I don't want to say crude, but it's a little off. Yeah, it's off-putting. out there. Yeah. It's fairly out there, right? Yeah. yeah. So like I'm all for it. They could be happy, do it, you know, whatever. I'm sure people are going to enjoy it. I like that it's an anthology. Every story is within itself. Yeah, different studios, different animation mm-hmm. studios and stuff like but that. But it's something that just doesn't really interest that's, me. In, that's fair. Scene. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. Like, I I am a little put off, especially just because... Like, I watched the Clone Wars and the Rebels, so I'm mm-hmm. fine with that stuff. But uh, seeing artist interpretations, yeah, I'm, I'll watch it, but it's like... Uh, it's. It's something I, I can go without. Yeah. I don't know if that sounds too bad. Something that's... I'm sure there's going to be somebody out there that's going to be like, oh my God, these dudes are blasphemous. They're <laughs> shitting on whatever. And like that's how you feel, you know, all power to you. But yeah. for, for us, for me, and for us, it sounds like it wasn't really necessary. <laughs> yeah, it's something that's... Like, it's cool to see, of course, Star Wars touches literally everybody. It's a multi-generational, multicultural, multi-timeline-esque... Like, yeah. Like your mom knows the sound of Darth Vader as by just yeah. by breathing stuff like that, and my mom too, and it's uh, it's cool to well, see. Well, maybe not my mom, because mm. my mom is not uh, 
she she falls asleep in theaters. She like, if she wants oh, to no. sleep, she'll put on a movie or something. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So maybe not my. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's cool to see that it's reaching Japan, and About it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, it's something that's that people like. Yeah, I mean, living on the internet, you see how much uh, people love anime. Yeah. And, like, to me, anime was Dragon Ball Z mm. and Pokemon. And, mm. But there's, there's so much, it goes so much deeper than that. Yeah, and it seems like, naturally, it's, it's uh, there's a lot of time, effort, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of, there's, it's, the toll to pay seems a little steep. Yeah. And it's something that I could see that not a lot of people want to go into just because it's like really another stuff that I have to watch to get mm-hmm. another thing. Yeah, which which was why I like uh, that it's an anthology. Yeah, it doesn't uh, lead to anything else. It doesn't. It's not part of anything. It's all within itself. Yeah. So that's that's cool. That's a cool aspect. I, I think like maybe if there was an anthology series, uh, an animated anthology series about mm-hmm. Star Wars. That was an anime style, then I, yeah, maybe I would think about. That'd be interesting. Something. It would. I mean, like a live action ass. Like this is the story of a girl who cried. And no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, do <laughs> a story like around Count Dooku. Do a story around General Grievous. Do right, a story around... right. We never see him before mm. the cybernetics, right? Yeah. We can even do Qui Gon and Obi Wan during an adventure. Or um, when they're younger. Count Dooku and Qui Gon. Oh yeah, people forget that that was his master. Yeah. Right. That would have been that would, that could be cool, and I'm not to say that they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna do it here, right? Because it, no. it, the little behind the scenes it made it look like it's all gonna be all new stuff. Or it's all gonna be all new characters. Right. So, uh, you know, all power to Disney. I'm sure a lot of people are gonna watch it. I'm sure it's not gonna be the only thing. Uh, <laughs> right. In that style of animation, that's gonna come from uh, that the Far East. No, I was gonna say. I was gonna say the Orient. Yeah, I was gonna say. I have news from the Orient. <laughs> Is that bad to say? You speaking as an Asian dude. As an Asian, if you refer to me as Oriental, yeah. then that's. But I'll like. I'll call you out. Yeah. Because Orient is more of like a possession or an item. Okay. It's like you're like you're a thing. Okay. Right, but if you say in reference like, hey, look at that. That chair looks very Oriental. It's like, aha, it does. Stylish. Right. So it really depends on what way it's Right. Used. Orient is more of towards furniture and objects. Right. Not a person. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. I, I get you. You get what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like if you call someone a, uh, a dumpling woman. <laughs> like, or, like a, or wench or a dumpling wench or a geisha or something yeah. like that. Like. It, it depends on the, like everything it depends on the, the context, context of it yeah so and if you call me oriental so if you say like oh I got this from the orient or yeah like, is that cool that's yeah totally it's completely cool. that's a location yeah. right it's a place it's like okay it's an Asian place probably yeah but if you say hey dude look at that orient over there that's like no <laughs> like come on like, you, you come out of the 1800s right yeah it's like hello let wench like, and then it smacks someone's ass it's very and Antiquated? I can't say that Antiquated? Word. Antiquated, thank you. Okay. Yes, antiquated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always good to figure out where people stand on on things. You know, mm-hmm. like for me, I'm, I'm my, my background, my heritage is of Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing a lot of uh, like Latinx been thrown around type, mm-hmm. that type of shit. Mm-hmm. And for me, at least, that I think that's whitewashing my culture. Yeah. Because the Spanish, uh, Latin, all, root, all languages that come from, that are rooted in Latin, mm-hmm. have a female and male version you know mm. like la mesa no, la right or it means the but it's female mm. el carro 
it the, but it's male because mm-hmm. it's a car, that mm-hmm. type of shit. So if you're trying to like erase that, that means you're trying to erase a, an entire uh, culture's heritage. Right, that's true. I mean, it's I don't know where Latin X originated from. I know I like in uni. I yeah. heard that's a lot of people refer to them themselves like that, yeah. even by pronouns. I personally didn't, personally, yeah, because it's... it's personal. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's like, my name's Ernesto, call me Ernesto. Yeah. But uh, I, I, that's true. It's very something that's rooted within your culture, and it's mm-hmm. something that it's as though you're trying to take it away. Yeah. Right? Even So I'm, I'm curious where Latin X originated from, but I wouldn't be surprised if it originated from the like West. Some white girl who got... <laughs> right, no, I, yeah, seriously, yeah, yeah, right? It's something like, oh, yeah, let's just make everyone one, but it's yeah. what makes us unique. Yeah, right? that's what... We're so much for. We're so much more than just what, what the superficial stuff that we see on the outside. Right. Um, like uh, the, <laughs> the... The Asian... The South Pacific where you come from, where mm-hmm. your family's from, and mm-hmm. then the, the, the Latin, the Hispanic, the Hispani, Hispanic America. Mm-hmm. That's where my family comes from. There's so much history. There's so much uh, rich detail. And then just for somebody to be like, I don't agree with, with that because of what's going on today where people are having these, like, I'll say, like, identity crisis. Right. Where people aren't don't want to be beholden to just a female and male and if like that's how you feel then that's how you feel i'm not going to take that away from you but right. to say like hey a whole culture has to change to 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 right. comply with a subset of, of humans mm-hmm. of people that then i feel like no like you know i'm i'm hispanic i'm proud of my heritage Just right. don't try to take it away from me right and it's something like view, view, <laughs> my views aside <laughs> i just thought it was something fucked up to say oh, yeah. <laughs> Is like trying to take away explosions from Chinese people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's they invented gunpowder. Right, know, exactly. And it's the it's the, it's see again it's through the context of conversation is that yeah. these jokes we understand each other, and it's also it's something like you said and I actually I didn't really think much about it is that they're trying to change an upset of people towards one ideology or one huge vast change and that's not how history works. It's no. simply it's it's. It's a short race. It's yeah. not, and it feels as though, especially with Lad X, my opinion is that it does feel it's it's progressiveness, sure, progressiveness on one side. But if you're gonna force other people, then that's when I draw the line. Yeah, it's right? it seems like it's more forced compliance. Exactly. Right. Like toe the company, the the party line, or else. Right, that's right, and that's that's where I feel like, especially as a nation, we're always skating between those lines. Mm. Like one side, nationalism is a good thing, being proud of where you come from yeah. and where you bling, but yeah. you don't want to be to the point where everyone who's not American is the, bad. And the enemy. Or is the enemy? Yeah. You don't want to. And same with the the, the left. You don't yeah. want to. You want nationalism in terms of the party line. Like let's all be united together and towards one in the ideology. Well, you don't want to be forcing people into a building and keeping them there because they won't say Latin X. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like it's it's like oh, we're talking about. You had added a story. At the <laughs> you just, didn't want to talk about. I it. No, I didn't. I didn't want to talk about it, but it, it falls right into to to sort of what they're talking about. You know, yeah. they're they're talking about how Captain America has become this woke representation and mm-hmm. reading what what the the story or the issue is about is saying that I'm representing of this dream, this American dream. Right. But if you look at it on the face value or not the face value, but like below the face value, and there's not a lot of there's a lot of people who don't 
who don't uh, have an opportunity to, to have that American dream. You know, yeah. like when you, right now, it's post-pandemic. Not to say it wasn't an issue pre-pandemic, but we have a, a crisis of homeless people. Yeah, it's. I went to LA and it's horrible. It's insane. Yeah, block and and like, what can we do? Like, Americans are supposed to. We're supposed to be the shining example of what a nation can do. Right. And how can we be like? How can we have moral high ground with the other nations and live like the 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 way we live? You know, there's cultural unrest. There's civic unrest. There's a bunch of homeless people. There's Um, that type of shit, and I understand where, where Captain America is coming from. It's like, do I really represent this again or anymore? And like, does he? Yeah, I don't. I don't think he does anymore. You know, it's it's more of just the the facade, right? Where like I understand, um, I, I I agree more with what Dean Kane said mm-hmm. with over Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, where like we are. This, this great um, country where we, we do offer a lot of people opportunity and you, you're like yeah we do you know but we can always be be doing better doing more to be better right right um, just because it works yeah. doesn't mean it can't be improved exactly right. so like that's what I feel like more in the line of what Dean Cain said that we should be striving to be better we should be striving to to, to have everybody be have an equal opportunity yeah. not equal outcome that's when shit gets crazy. Yes, exactly. Equal opportunity. Right, right, and it's, and it's so difficult because it's it appeals to our very fabric of humanity in terms of giving equality yeah. to everybody else. Well, we always have. I'm not going to say left or right. You can be mm-hmm. other, but we always have the preconceptions mm-hmm. tilting us from left or, or right. And yeah. Even though the real way for prosperity and advancement and for humanity to be more even in like 50 years we want we don't want to be having these div- divisions mm-hmm. as to look to better ourselves yeah not 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 because of this not because of that but yeah. better ourselves in terms of it's to better ourselves yeah. by working together exactly yeah it's 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 crazy like you you think about um these ancient civilizations that like the greeks and the romans and stuff like that and then you you think about why did the roman empire fall you know, it was the biggest empire at that time. Why did Genghis Khan fall? Like the, right. that Genghis, Genghis, I've heard it. Gen- you're right. Genghis, Genghis Khan. <laughs> Genghis Khan. <laughs> That's because I'm like, I look like a freaking Mongolian. I swear, yeah, man. You probably have some of his DNA. I right? swear, I was playing Ghost of Tsushima, which is a Mongol invasion of Japan, an island off of Japan. Mm-hmm. And I look at the enemies, I'm like, hey, you look the familiar. Uncle? Yeah. It's, it's, it creeps me out, but yeah. yeah so <laughs> Genghis it's like, Khan, you're right. We have to. I've 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 heard this uh, be touted or be said by different um, uh, independent I want to say journalists mm. that they say like hey we're we're coming to something that's very parallel to what the end of the Roman Empire was what the end of the Greek Empire was mm. we're, we're 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 so complacent not, is it complacent the right word we're so um, we we don't have any external challenges anymore. Oh, we're to like start, push yeah. us forward. Yeah, right? to or push challenges. us forward. So we're starting to find um, challenges within ourselves. Yeah. And when you start breaking down, like what makes us human, what makes us a, a civilization, then that's when shit starts going south. You right. Because we consume ourselves. Yeah. Exactly. Right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point because again, like you said, there's homelessness, and mm-hmm. we're 
debating about Captain America's wokeness. Exactly. Like they're they're right. they're talking about that. They're talking about uh, is is but Matt's racist. Exactly. That's the that's thing that's gonna pop in my head. Matt's racist. Matt's exactly. racist. Yeah. There's there's a, we literally have a crisis that's that's going to, by the looks of it, get worse. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I'm I'm not in that situation, so I can't tell give an honest representation. Uh, some people just get you know are born with terrible luck and they end up living being homeless and that type of thing. So I'm yeah. not gonna sit here and pretend to know what they're going to because thankfully I don't. Thankfully I don't know anybody who, who, who's who, gone through that type of thing but that doesn't mean that we as a society can't do a bit more to, to help the situation. Right, exactly. It's because at the end of the day it's, uh, I don't want to say humanity first because what if we meet aliens? So it becomes a whole national thing. And, and that's what, especially not to segue, it's, it's what draws me to like Star Trek and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not just the fact that they put each other aside and they're working towards a uh, singular goal. I think the cantina scene reminds me of that. Is that every they're all different species, different worlds, and different planets, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they all enjoy a good drink at the end yeah. of a hard day's yeah. work, and that's something that we should all strive for. We're all the same, and we all like we all bleed. Yeah, right? like we had mentioned last week when we were talking about uh, China, the Chinese Communist Party. Mm. They're celebrating their hundred years, and like I have nothing, absolutely nothing, against the people who live in China. They, they're just like me and you. They they want to pro- live a comfortable life and provide a comfortable life for their family. Yeah, and that's the core to what every everybody comes down to. Yeah, the people who are you know they force their way into power, govern them. That's a different story. Yeah, um, and I feel like a lot of that is is I don't want to say it's happening here because thankfully it's not. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we have checks and balances, but you know those are easily overcome yeah, or yeah, uh, manipulated, manipulated, yeah, that type of thing. And we saw that towards the end of uh, Mr. or President Trump's um, presidency when the mm-hmm. insurrection. Yeah, that's we a- saw we saw somebody not agree with, and then like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh my God, what what happened is 100 percent. I'm sure there was some monkey business going around yeah. happening like during the elections and that type of shit. But to, to be like, to essentially, like you could, you could debate what a, um, a speech the day of that Trump said and stuff like that. You could debate what it actually meant and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's circumstantial. Yeah. That's right. what happened was that people stormed the Capitol building trying to over, overturn the election. That's yeah. the core of what happened. Yeah. Were there some shady operations happening i don't know yeah you know it's it's like it's always it's always to get into like that com- conspiracy theory right. type, of type of mindset but like at the same time it's like this is what we saw yeah then why like we should do something to, to try to prevent that and by the looks of it nothing has really happened because no 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 side wants anything to happen that's what my take is mm. yeah. so like coming coming back to to that whole like whitewashing of the culture and stuff like that like we have bigger problems we should be focusing on you know like i i i i i don't want to say pity but like i i sympathize i empathize with people who who don't feel like they're born in the wrong in the right gender right mm-hmm. skin color or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you know like whatever it is that you want to do as long as you're happy and you don't hurt anybody else i'm all for it right 
Um, but unfortunately, now that I, if I say that, I'm gonna be labeled as like a neo-Nazi racist or something. Right? Shit, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it comes down to it's free speech and what really free speech means. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, free speech doesn't really mean free speech at this point. No. If you want to say one thing, and in all accounts purposes, it wasn't. It's not malicious. Yeah. You see it like that, right? It's not something that like, yeah, let me make fun of your ass and let me say yeah. it's just. But even making fun of somebody. Yeah. Like you can make fun of somebody, you know, yeah. like that's that's the whole humanization, the, the, our ability to be able to laugh at at ourselves, yeah. not just each other, but ourselves. Yeah. You know, like um, I'm I'm fat. Like I I admit it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> same. <laughs> same. And then like my whole life, I grew up. Being like, well, not my whole life, but my most of my adolescence, I was like, you know, the fat boy, like all the the normal cruel bullying. But I'm not like, hey, it's their problem. No, it's like I know I'm fat. I know I'm unhealthy. Right. And I've done, I've tried to do something in the something in the past, but you know, maybe there's a deeper underlying issue that I have to first address before I am able to overcome, you know, fatness. Yeah, and that's that sums everything up to a T. Is that in order to for us to advance, we need to ask ourselves or we need to look within and see mm-hmm. what's what's making me pissed off exactly. right I, rather than pass the buck and blame something else and this is like and, and it's it's difficult because this is goes contrary to everything humanity is you, you can't it's not humanity is it's difficult for us to look within ourselves to see maybe i'm to blame yeah or maybe i should change something for my lifestyle to improve my life but it's always outward yeah yeah it's always like um Whatever it is you're doing affects me, so you have you have to stop it. Exactly, exactly. Like if they if they call me Oriental, okay, that's that's them. cool. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> and, but the one that with people with our anger issues mm-hmm. uh, would take Oriental and then they'll blow it up because for some reason it offends them to yeah. agree to to come to blows. But in in reality, it's, it's yeah a word. It's a word. <laughs> I mean, it's it's I forgot where I, I I heard this, but like we have to stop giving. Uh, power we have to stop holding we have to stop giving power to words right like I understand that some of these words have a a deeply troubled uh, past you know like especially like the n-word oriental Mm -hmm. um, in your case uh, like hick Uh, spick okay we're gonna go there chick (laughs) (laughs) just gonna go (laughs) in the floodlights of flares but yeah no you're right in, in need but like Somebody calls me a beaner, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, the fuck, that doesn't mean anything to me because, I, like, I may be Mexican, but I don't like beans. <laughs> yeah, it's like, first of all, they're gassy. They're lumens, and that's, that's not a very good diet. <laughs> well, you're, you're absolutely correct, and it's something that hopefully gets phased out and mm-hmm. at some points, a more yeah. deeper understanding that these words are there to make give us a reaction yeah right? someone who i've been called a chink before and i'm like really i'm filipino but like <laughs> i've been called that before and it's like it's then and the ball's in my court yeah do i react to it do i do something about it and it's like it's just this guy wants a reaction from me i'm no. not going to give it to him exactly exactly like um it's all i feel like we all have to to say not to or to say like grown up mm. you know we have to if somebody is there's one thing if somebody comes at you like starts trying to physically harm you that's one thing but then to somebody somebody just starts saying complete bullshit to you like what happened to 
sticks and stones may hurt me, but words may never. Sticks, sticks and stones may break, break my bones, bones but words will never hurt me. Exactly. What happened to that? Or live and let live. Live and let live. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't agree um, with people who 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 are like these out outward out outwardly. No. Mm, out, opinionated. Outspoken. No, outspoken. Okay. Like these who feel like it's okay to to to. Uh, hurl uh, insult, racist insults to people, stuff like that. I don't agree with them, right. but if that's who they want to be, like it doesn't affect me at all. So right. I'm not, I'm not gonna be like it's. First of all, it's freedom of speech, and I believe in freedom of speech. Right. There was that episode of the the Family Guy, not Family Guy, Futurama, where mm. Zoidberg eats the flag. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, right, right, right. Like I fought in like seven wars and stuff like that, but I I um believe in the in the the. The fundamental liberty that he has to the right to eat the flag. To eat the flag, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> it's like I love this country. Let me eat the flag. That's <laughs> yeah. out of this planet, I guess. At that this point, planet, yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 true, right? Yeah. I, I may not agree with what you say, but I'll defend to the death your your right ability to say to it, say yeah. it right? Because a lot like like China, like mm, you can't really, you, can't, you no. can't at all. You'll disappear. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's like that's an argument that I've I've never been able to find a valid. Uh, response to like we live in the country where we're allowed to criticize our the people who govern us like you, you try pulling that shit in fucking saudi arabia and china russia what the fuck they're gonna do to you like they're gonna make you disappear you know yeah. like all these people who who are um complain and stuff like that and like i get like I, I i love that you have the ability to do that because there are some people who to this day don't right. you know like we're so um uh, hanged up on like uh, if a politician does something wrong, then we could we could criticize him. But if right. if a journalist in Saudi Arabia criticizes the royal family, they chop that motherfucker up, right, right. and you know feed his his bone his pieces to pigs or whatever. Right. You know we don't we don't have to live with that fear. Yeah, there's some people who still do, and and that's the point of perspective we need. Yeah, but I've never been able to find somebody who has a valid argument against that. Right, right, and it's. And it's, it's, again, it's back to what you say about uh, them us eating ourselves mm-hmm. and fighting inward because we're, we're so used to these liberties is yeah. that we will argue with about anything, but yeah. is it productive? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you, you think of people who escaped uh, Soviet the Soviet Union or escaped uh, communist China and stuff like that, and they yeah. say, like, we, we would have never dreamed to be able to, to, to watch something different on TV, you know, that wasn't party... Right, the, the party, party yeah party it's, it's it's crazy like you think of um i remember I, I went the last time i went to mexico a few years ago mm. i was having this conversation with them about venezuela mm. in venezuela uh, i don't know if they still do but they were having some serious uh issues with uh like a food shortages and stuff like that and then the the I guess you would call it a dictatorship, but it was a socialist country. Okay. And, you know, socialism, communism, on paper, it sounds like a dream. Right. But the the one thing that's always fucked it up is the human element. Right. Um, right. The people. I yeah. mean, Star Trek is, if you, if you take a step back, Star Trek is built on a communist ideology. Mm-hmm. But simply because... One the for ma- all and all for one. Exactly, right? The betterment of humanity is exactly. the main mantra of, yeah. the star, of Starfleet. But again, it's when food comes to right belongings, mm-hmm. food, right? Mm-hmm. 
and it feels as though the at least Russia food was an issue. A lot of people yeah. starved to death because of Stalin's uh, some purges. Purges, right? Yeah. And but in Star Trek, they fix it like, oh yeah, there's a box that you that you can say any food and it becomes real. Yeah. And that that's when it starts thinking about like magic type yeah. of things, right? Yeah. The fantasy world where stuff that isn't in reality. Right. And right. and I was talking to my cousin and he was all like, oh, the United States just wants to go and take the oil and that type of shit. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm not saying that they don't want to do that. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that we don't want to do that. Yeah, we're a warrior culture. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's... like, think about it. There are people starving. You know, people. Yeah. You know, like how doctor, how they fix the child mor- morbidity. Um, how I don't know how they how more mortality. No children. Or... There was a there was a, a pro an issue with. Um, uh, people starving, to, mm. children starving to death, right. and the way that the, the the government fixed it was that they made it illegal to write down on their certificate that they'd starved to death. Oh wow! So, so, so it's like, like statistically, it won't. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. want to say it's food related. Yeah, it's something, something else. else related. So like that's how they fix that. Oh, how nice of them! Double check my sources. <laughs> I don't want to start just spewing nonsense, but like that's when that's when shit like that happens. You know, when you when you when you entrust somebody to to convey the idea the ideology that you that you're i don't say forced mm-hmm. to to subscribe to right shit goes wrong because right. the, the human even god superman mm-hmm. it happened with superman he instead of concentration camps he was basically lobotomizing the dissidents and making right. them like essentially slaves right right you're right he was using brainiac's technology yeah. and it's like okay it's comic books whatever but if you take a step extrapolate it further it's it's like current events yeah right like it, so. it, it happened yeah yeah so that's what i'm saying like it we live in this country and to some extent we should criticize because we can and we can do better yeah but at the same time have a matter of perspective where like we're lucky to be in this country right right especially i remember in high school i don't know why i remember it <laughs> but there's high school and there's someone uh, she was from iran uh-huh. And then I remember I was getting in a heated debate because that's, that's what you do when you're in high school. Yeah. And I remember her, I was remember asking her questions about, hey, what do you think about the police here? And then she would, she, without a beat, she said that if I say anything about the police, they'll take me away. I shouldn't say anything to you. Damn. And she's in high school. Yeah. Right? And so in her eyes, the police are as though the SS of World War II, mm-hmm. they'll take you away if you even say anything against the government. And I, I keep telling her that you, you don't have, it's not that you don't like go to a cop and say, like, fuck the police. Fuck you, yeah. Right, but you're able to do that without repercussions, mm-hmm. right? And she just can't wrap her head around it. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, I'm, I'm thankful that I, we're thankful, I mean, uh, to live in a world, in a society that we can <laughs> We can make jokes. I mean, there's there's Saturday Night Live, whether or not it's funny or not. But it's uh, they can make jokes about yeah. the politicians, yeah. criticize them. Yeah, and not even like places like Canada. We mm. we see, especially post Trump, we're like, oh my God, there's a lot of uh, celebrities and stuff like that that want to go to Canada and mm. shit like that. But like, and it's always like being as the America's nicer brother that type <laughs> of thing. Yeah, but like they don't have freedom of speech. Do they? What do you they mean? What way? They, they don't have freedom of speech like we do. In terms of... Because I know they're under the Queen, technically, still. They they have... I think they're called privileges. Oh, that's a very dystopian already. <laughs> yeah, I think... I, I might be wrong, but I think... Like, we have the, the 10... Um, the Bill of Rights, right? They don't have anything like that. Where we have the freedom to criticize... 
the president or make fun of people or that type of thing, right. or they don't. They could, they could potentially be, and there has been uh, comedians, especially where they go, like they're in a comedy club and then they make fun of somebody and the person gets offended and they can sue them. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's that. Yeah. Canada. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. So like even the, the highest uh, shiny example that's touted to us as Americans, right. like why can't you be more like Canada? They don't have it. Perfect. There's a reason why they're shiny. Yeah. And looks like on paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if Canada can't do it, <laughs> but but like we we would assume that they're uh, Canada, the UK, they have uh, first world considered to be in the first world, like the United States, right. that they would have some sort of basic uh, right, a Bill of Rights esque type of document that protects the, their their people's rights, but right. they don't. Right. So it's like we're the only country in the world who actually does. Who acknowledges the yeah. rights of the citizens, right? Yeah. No, I definitely could see that. That's so. If you think about it, it's, it's like, it's not not to crap on everyone, but everyone's behind in terms of human social relations. Yeah. yeah. Right? There's yeah. still genocides going on. There's and still I, slavery. Slavery, right, exactly. Human trafficking and stuff like that. Yeah. And to the extreme, we thought, right, like the Holocaust, it can't go any worse than this. And like, nope, it, 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 it can. It certainly can. And it has and will. And like, I was, I was watching... Um, uh, it's like a, a travel-esque documentary series and they were going from Cambodia to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. You know, Cambodia, what what happened in the late 60s, 70s with Pol Pot. Right. Like, he literally killed 20% of the, of the population oh, in this Maoist China-esque, you know, version of communism that he wanted to establish. Right. He saw what Stalin did, well, Mao saw what Stalin did and the, he basically did that within China with the Great Leap Forward, you know, killed basically hundreds, if not a hundred, if not hundreds of millions of people. Right. And then Cambodia basically did the same. If you spoke a different language, you had glasses, you were a teacher, you were a priest, whatever. Oh, Some goodness. sort of sense of intellectualism that you had, uh-huh. boom, you're dead. Because they didn't want people to, to be held above anybody else. Right. Yeah, but, like, I get what you're trying to, well, I don't get what you're trying to do, <laughs> but, like, to what extent? Right. You know, and we both come from heritages where uh, have been subjugated by colonial powers. You know, right. like the Spanish with the Philippines and to some extent the Americans and then the Spanish right. with the Mexicans. Yeah, I mean, to some extent the Americans. It's like, wow, man. Yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's crazy to, that we have a different perspective and, and like people would want to single us out as... as um, like cisgendered males or whatever the fuck, you know, like we, why, why are we sharing our opinions and stuff like that? Who are we? Right. Like we're, we're children, we're children literally of immigrants, you know, right. of immigrants who've lived relatively difficult lives. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, your family had suffered greatly. I'm not sure. I, I don't know your family history, but I don't think mine did either. Mm. I do know that my, my great uncle, Fought, was a revolutionary with Pancho Villa. I don't know if you know who that is. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. fought alongside. He was like wow. basically. Are there photos? Um, like there's a story. Photos? There's oh. there's a there's a book a booklet of stories that has my uncle's name in it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and that gives me a lot of pride. Even though back in the day, 
Pancho Villa and his followers were basically labeled as terrorists. Right. So, <laughs> so it's 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 interesting to 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 have that different perspective. We're like, well, I'm very grateful that I was born here. Yeah. I'm yeah. very grateful to have the ability to sit here with my friend and discuss issues that that I see and that we're experiencing in this country. And not have the fear to fucking somebody knock down the door and drag us away, you know? Right, like the neighbors are listening in. Like Watchmen. Like, right. right. No, not Watchmen. No, uh, Watchmen. V for Vendetta. Oh, right, right, because of the whole, what are they called, bobbies? Yeah. They have, like, the badges and, like, mm-hmm. yeah, right, right, yeah. So, like, I... That's a horrible I, scene. It is terrible. Because like, pr- her producer, right? Mm-hmm. That's, he gets dragged away. He gets dragged away. And she sees everything oh, from underneath the bed. Jesus. Thankfully, we don't live in a country yet that, that hap- that's happening. Um, yeah. I don't know for how much longer, though. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm always, I'm always like, uh, how do I find the words? I'm always <laughs> thinking when I wake up at one day, mm-hmm. I'll, just, I'll just think like, oh, there was, Washington was overthrown. There's an ultra-nationalist organization or there's a, this more other version of, the government taking mm-hmm. over. Like, I'm always expecting that nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, the other shoe to drop. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was expecting that. Yeah. And then, like, we... One one thing that... We have a, a mutual friend. I don't want to say her name, but I'll tell you after we're done. Okay. That who, who currently lives in Canada. Mm. And she's very liberal, very uh, social... Um, yes. Aware. But, not socialist, but socially aware of other people's plights and stuff like that. Mm. And I... I admire her for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's great that she wants to have uh, a world that's better for everybody. Right. But we know what when what what it looks like when the right goes too far. Yes. You know we fought war over that. Well, not we, but our our, our ancestors. Our I mean, it's funny because I I do feel like our we our line our family line interacted during that war not literally but like yeah. my grandparents they they had to like fight. The hidden when Japan, survival, right, when Japan yeah. took over, and then the Mexicans had their they sent air force uh, the, their version of the air force also fought in, in Japan yeah. and I think over Europe as well. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah. we have some sort of history. I don't know if anybody in my bloodline, in my history, in my my, <laughs> my generations <laughs> that actually fought, but right. there has been there there is a like a. a Battalion, I guess that's a, a squad. Mm, squad. Those battalion, yeah. like a whole group of yeah. yeah so of, the war affected both of our cultures, yeah. right, yeah. one way or another. Yeah, and um, we know how far the right can go. You yeah. know, the Nazis, the concentration camps, extermination of people who, who they didn't they 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 feel they were racially unacceptable. Yes, but we we were never taught how the, the how far the left went. Yeah, and there's arguably. Stalin and Mao were much worse than Hitler. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, Hitler was a good guy." Right. Was, <laughs> the gamer score. Yeah. Like right. So you you think about the casualties during World War Two, an estimated what, like fifty million or something. Mm-hmm. But you think you know the we don't know the numbers. How many people died in Soviet Soviet Union and how many people died in, in communist China? Yeah. We don't know that, but yeah. we do know that a lot of people died. You know. So that's what that's what I'm saying. They taught us about Nazi his Nazi Nazi Germany, but they didn't teach us about Soviet the Soviet Russia. Right, and, left on yeah. the extreme right, yeah. and yeah, that's always a shame. Yeah, right? it's always something we see one side of history. Mm-hmm. I mean, history is written by the victors. Exactly, and exactly right. That's yeah. It's I feel as though the world would that would be a better place. 
But if we see both sides of it to yeah. their extremes, maybe we'll skirt down the middle nowadays. But yeah. now it feels like we're skirting down the middle. But it's it's both sides are so overbearing that one thing will happen, be it a uh, capital takeover mm-hmm. or a whole governmental shift in ideology. Yeah. To for us to tip over. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 uh, legit. It's, it's scary. Um, do you have you ever read? Probably not, or heard the this book called the um, the Gulag Archipelago. No by Alexander Solzhenitsyn, I think that's how you say his name, but he was somebody who, who spent 25, 20-something years in the Gulag system in Russia, mm-hmm. uh, Soviet Union, and it's weird, because it's scary, it's legit, I, I had to stop listening to it because it's so upsetting. Oh, wow. Who's like, the voiceover? Is it some Just some, some British guy oh, that, British. <laughs> some British that they hired. But it's like, it, it tells when he was, the fucking Nazis were at the, the the, the his basically his doorstep, and but the the like the secret uh, not uh, Soviet police came and arrested him because he said some shit about Stalin, and they threw his ass into a, a gulag. Oh yeah, like as the fucking Nazis were literally. So you have both sides. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so. sorry. That's not funny, but it's like SS, and you have um the Gestapo mm-hmm. next to mm-hmm. is it the Gestapo no, What's the Gestapo. The, no that's the Italian SS the, no, the, the Gestapo is the, the, the SS they had, a, they had like a different like I think it was the police version of the oh, SS oh okay. okay the Gestapo okay. and then they had the the Soviet the secret military police that they came and literally like he, I think he was even like a, a high ranking person in the army at mm-hmm. that point and they came and then they just took his ass oh, to, a, to the gulags right and it details what he he basically experienced for the twenty plus years that he he lived in that in that that system, mm-hmm. and it's it's like like holy shit, that's fucking scary. So what's what's the scariest of? The, I I can't really pick out anything because it's, they're all horrible. It's it's, it's, oh, goodness pretty, gracious. Yeah, it's pretty dark. It's it's pretty dark and it's very upsetting. I wanted to go back and try to finish the book. Like I, it's on YouTube, oh. but it's broken up into seven parts, and I barely got it like an hour and like two hours past the first part. Wow, it's it's legit fucking scary, and to think that some people want that now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same with uh, not not to, there's another segue, mm-hmm. but the same with uh, like anarchists. Mm-hmm. Right, we've seen that to their extreme. I mean, you've seen the Mongol invasions, and you've seen the Wild Wild West. You've yeah. seen like piracy on the high seas. Those are all variations of the anarchist. We but, see that now, like the the cartel runs states in Mexico. Oh, we true. That's very true. Yeah. The fucking uh, the the Philippines maniac uh, president, president with the president most Duarte shoes in the world. Right. Yeah. He's been president for like five or ten years. Yeah. But yeah, my exactly, and then people want that too. Mm-hmm. Right, they want an anarchist state. They think that's going to be better, and people want a nationalist in terms of Nazism, and then you have communists in terms of like the left. And it's why would you want? Yeah. I remember there's one. It's fun. It's it's not funny, but it's there's this club in uni where they were like the association of uh, communist students. Oh my god! And they were recruiting people in front of the library, and I remember walking with uh, my friend, and I was like. Do you want to join that? And it's like they're getting in people's faces and they're like, join the, the Communist Student Association or something like that. Yeah. Ironically, 
if communism does ever come to a, to a rise, they would be the first to go. Yeah. That's, that's very ironic. <laughs> they would be the first. Like, when uh, after Lenin died in 1930-something, 20-something, mm -hmm. when Stalin took power, there was two people who were basically like Lenin's right-hand man, Stalin and this other dude. And the other dude disagreed with Stalin. Mm -hmm. uh, um, the methods of how to, to uh, bring about or the message on how to enact the, the communist vision that Lenin had. Right. But because Stalin was such a brutal maniac, he basically forced his way into the, the being the premier of the Soviet Union. Yeah. And the guy lived, he, he lived in exile in Mexico, oddly enough, uh, as like another version of the Leninist, socialist, communist idea that, that he had. Right. And Stalin had him killed. Because he was the only person who who legit was a threat to. Oh goodness! To, <laughs> to, that, that's to some like, you think we're advanced, especially coming in from you know we have airplanes and we have capacity to trans to transport ourselves through miles, mm -hmm. and we're still having these medieval feuds where I have to kill the one who can threaten yeah. my power. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like. Like what happened in fucking Haiti a couple of days ago? Mm, like yeah, saw, right? yeah. They, they yeah. killed the president. Like holy shit! Like we, I don't think has there ever been a presidential assassination of any kind in our lifetime? Well, fucking oh. uh, Putin, right? Yeah. Legitimate <laughs> poison. <laughs> well, no, no, legitimate democratic governments. Yeah, assassinations. No, which Not really. Like, holy shit! Deposing, like, sure. Yeah. Right, but it's 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 horrific to see that actually happen um and i'm not saying like oh my god it, it was like jfk like where, where were you when jfk when you heard jfk <laughs> no, that <right>? a thought <laughs> not even no but it was just like holy shit that, that yeah. actually is still going on today right like we're, we're still not involved past the point of eliminating uh people who have some sort of legit threat who pose some sort of legit threat to somebody somewhere right Right, and it's it's very it's barbaric, and I understand why aliens don't visit us. I mean, <laughs> maybe like, they have. I mean, maybe they have. Like, you know, screw this place, and yeah. just go off and on their own. But it's it's humbling, but also tragic that yeah. we can't sh we can't shun our own human hot takes reactions to it. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's. I feel like it's something pri primal within us. Yeah, where. You say that guy over there is from that tribe is threatening us. A and B. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So we gotta go fuck them up. Yeah, and it's uh, and it, it comes. It makes me think of human. Um, like if if you don't learn from your history, from your past, you're doomed to repeat it. Yeah. Well, what if human humans are made to repeat history? History, right? I mean, what if that's humanity is doomed to repeat, even it's though up. we learn. Yeah, I mean, we have we have the accumulation of all human knowledge in our hands, in our pockets, at our homes, but yet we still repeat over and over despite it all. Is that just human nature now to repeat? Um, I'm I tend to agree with you that we're we're bound to repeating, repeat each cycle. Just take into consideration, like there's been countless of ancient civilizations that have lived on this planet you know the planet is 13 billion, billion. years old or some shit like that right and then for the longest time it was uh 
it was like the primordial ooze and then dinosaurs and then eventually us, right? Right, right. Uh, but there has been, there's been proven that there's been, what, like five major extinctions in planet right. history? Five, yeah, five ex- major extinction events. Yeah, right. in the planet yeah. history. So what's to say that between extinction three and four, there wasn't some re- some ex- semblance of a human, human form figure living within that? And that's what... 40 million years ago or some shit like that, nothing's going to survive that. Right. Unless it's fossils, nothing's going to survive. Time's going to waste the way at it. exactly. And recently, they've been, they've uncovered something that they theorized that triggered the end of the Ice Age, which was uh, asteroidal impact over Greenland. Mm -hmm. I could send you the articles on that if you like. That sounds interesting, yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) And they theorized that because of the angle and the way it hit and stuff like that, it basically wiped out 96 7 percent of all living things on the north american and the american continent mm-hmm. so like they they're they're able to to find uh, the material the it's like cordite or some shit like that, that mm-hmm. the glass I the nuclear so. glass type right, of shit right. that's that's common within nuclear explosions and within uh, asteroidal me- me- meteor impact meteorite imp- impacts mm-hmm. so they, they're saying like what could have lived here you know there could have been a, a full-on civilization within right. within these Within this continent, but we we don't know because it basically just it wiped, gets out, wiped the, out. Right. Yeah. What's not to say it that exactly. something existed within the thirteen million lifespan of Earth? Thirteen billion. Oh, thirteen billion. <laughs> thirteen billion lifespan of Earth. Right. Yeah. It's a drop in the water of the cosmic universe. Yeah. But that's a blink of an eye in yeah. civilization. So like, it and what's weird is because like that event coincides with the sinking of Atlantis. Mm. Oh so no! Like, or no, you go. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so the first time we ever hear okay. about Atlantis, uh, we could finish on this. It's, okay. it's fucking crazy. <laughs> the first time we hear about the sinking of Atlantis was from Plato, and the Plato heard the story passed from his bloodline, right? right? Right. And his one of his ancestors, who first said the story about about Atlantis, said that it sank um, nine hundred years before him him or some shit like that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm butchering this so mm-hmm. just but there's there's, a, there's there's a concrete line there's from a Atlantis line to, to Plato to, no not to Plato oh. but to the asteroid to the asteroid hitting and then Plato he, no oh. there's a there's a line from the asteroid hitting uh-huh. to the sinking of Atlantis okay because you think about this mm-hmm. the ice the ice melts right so mm-hmm. the water rises mm-hmm. so it's gonna take everything within like a 400 mile radius of with of with the shore mm-hmm. it's gonna be gone so a, hy- a hyper not hyperagic <laughs> like it's an allergic <laughs> the hyperheated asteroid hit Greenland 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 and then that caused the yeah. ice to melt the ice and then, melt. And then and the sea level rose, rose. and yeah. then it, Atlantis was sunk, sunk right? right so then that also coincides with the story of Noah's Ark the great flood Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm smiling because it makes sense. Yeah. Like, I'm not smiling as in, like, oh, I don't believe your yeah. ass. But I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, oh, interesting. And if you go back, there are a lot of, like, ancient civilizations in, like, Australia and, like, right. uh, Asia. Now, let me guess. Refer to a flood, a of, flood. of some sort. Yeah, of epic proportions. So, so there could be other civilizations that were detailed across the world across through the world. their texts. Yeah. Through passed down by Plato's the nine what's he say nine nine hundred so theoretically mm-hmm. they theorized that the the asteroid landed hit twelve between twelve thousand and thirteen thousand years ago mm-hmm. right so you take into consideration Plato lived six hundred A D you know six hundred B C or something right. like that uh-huh. and then add like whatever math 
it was like 900 yeah, years. Something, it's something right. like I, I could I could send you the video of a guy explaining it uh-huh. a lot better than me, but it it adds up to astro to Atlantis being around thirteen thousand years ago right. to the asteroid hitting and then Atlantis sinking. Right. So it, and it comes to say like whatever was submerged in the ocean by that long wouldn't have survived there wouldn't be no evidence of it that especially of some cataclysmic event wiping out 80 percent of humanity on the planet right right. so we wouldn't see the bones of anything even buildings or civilizations right exactly exactly so that that lends to what you're saying is humanity doomed to repeat like it's it's errors like once we once we get uh, complacent and happy and we don't have anything else externally to argue about then we start arguing about ourselves does that signify the beginning of the end right for whatever civilization they i've seen people coincide it with the romans coincided with the greeks coincided mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. like all these different ancient civilizations that we know about right. who's to say that there aren't more that we don't know about Right, right. It seems as though the pinnacle of civilization is to begin to criticize itself or mm-hmm. fight within itself because yeah. simply we are at a moment in history where we're fine. We don't mm-hmm. have we don't have wants really. Mm-hmm. We don't have opponents or global wars to really fight with each other anymore. Yeah. 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 Like like do you know who Matt Taibbi is? I wanna get a doomsday <laughs> like a doomsday bunker. bunker. Man, that sounds very nice to well, me right would now. Would you want to live through yep. the fucking apocalypse? Yeah. You see the fucking asteroid coming. Yeah, well, well, it's gonna <laughs> if it hits like nearby me I'm screwed because yeah. that's gonna the ground's gonna be upheaved. But if it's something like nuclear war, I mean You wanna live on the fallout? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty. (laughs) (laughs) I like. Who cares? They do one level of bunker building. I'll be like deep under. There'll be like there's entertainment section. The people. (laughs) I'll I'll come out. My children are all like white skinned. (laughs) But uh, what are you gonna say? Uh, Oh, Matthew. No. Yeah, you don't know. He's a journalist as well, and and then he basically details how in the 80s or like post-world war ii we had the soviets our, that was our main en- enemy right mm-hmm. and after the fall of the soviet union we kind of we were kind of left around like who do we fight now and so a lot of the major media outlets decided to turn the hate the the enemy to within ourselves mm-hmm. so that's when you really start to see the division between the left and right conservative liberal right right that type of shit and then like uh how it's been influ- influenced influencing you know superheroes uh, comics uh, oh the culture the culture right, exactly right, right. So, so it mirrors the culture mm-hmm. right so it's 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 very like disheartening to know that this is happening but people that are just want to just keep going and see what what happens right yeah and then it's like you think about the space race yeah. I mean like the things we did in competition with the Soviet Union mm-hmm. we went to the moon man yeah. and we never went back <laughs> again because who knows right yeah. yeah I mean it's it's that that competition led to a lot of innovation yeah but it kind of feels like it halted it stopped yeah. you know like we, sh- we should have instead of taking this this um this lull after the Soviet Union is we should have just kept going. Right? right. Not saying like, oh, let's find somebody else to fight. No, I'm saying like as a, as, as a civilization, our destiny, I see it the way I see it is to, is, is for space, space exploration. Yeah. Like, as far as we know, there wasn't any other civilization in the back in, in our history to be able to 
gone into space. Right. That's as far as we know. We don't know 100 percent of our history. We're still finding out a lot about it. But our 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 destiny as a civilization. I'm not talking about Americans. I'm I'm talking about uh, the humanity. World. Humanity Earth. is is <laughs> to to explore the the right the heavens per se. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree a hundred percent. It's that we should have kept going. Yeah. We don't need a reason for you know like show up those reds. Well, yeah. we have about the betterment of humanity all in all. Mm-hmm. I mean, our resources are dwindling at this point. They are. So why not a better idea to? I know it's weird. Like how about colonize not Mars because that's really far away, but like the moon and cultivate another land on that mass or something like that. Or even like more uh, challenges with that. Yeah, or even uh, mining asteroids. Yeah. You know, something where it's you could easily send like a team of robots to do. You don't have to send a group of people to the right. desk. Or like Bruce Willis and a, a crew <laughs> oil that can send an oil rig crew. Bruce Willis and uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith. <laughs> I don't want to send just a flying towards Aerosmith the movie. Oh, I love that movie. Uh, I don't think I've seen Armageddon in years. I, I just remember every scene has an Aerosmith song. They didn't miss a thing. No. Yeah, they basically bought that album and like fucking let's use it. <laughs> That's Michael Bay in his prime. Prime Michael yeah, Bay. Yeah, because at least the narrative went somewhere. Yeah. Right. Other ones are kind of just now became devolved into American flags. Well, there was an Armageddon, but it wasn't to the extent of let's say Transformers. Mm. Every scene had a Budweiser or an American flag <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Um, <laughs> there's gonna be a new Transformers movie. Right? Yeah. The Rise of the Beast or some shit like that. Yeah. Is it gonna be what what they teased? Was it Fallen Kingdom where it was Optimus Prime riding a fucking mechanical T Rex? Oh, Is Lord. it gonna be like that type of shit? Or? No, it's it's gonna be. I don't know this. This mm-hmm. is because there's G one naturally, right? That's yeah. Optimus Prime. That's the one we know of. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's Gen 1, there's Gen 2, mm-hmm. and that's what this is. Okay. But this is more of, uh, they're, I think they're called Primals instead of op- like Autobots mm-hmm. and Maximals. Instead of, instead of Decepticons. Decepticons. Right, so that's that's the twist with that. How they're going to integrate that with the modern truck and a gorilla robot. A gorilla. A gorilla. It, it's a robot, an Autobot that took the form of a gorilla. Which one is this one? It's the Gen 2. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one. That's the Beast Wars. Mm. Beast Wars, I think the name is a little bit familiar. But yeah, Beast Wars, and they it's more of, hey, what if Optimus Prime was a gorilla instead of a truck? Um, <laughs> I don't know if we need. <laughs> I don't. I see. I have friends who like Gen Two. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, good on you. But how are they gonna combine that with? It's gonna be like a continuation, or is it gonna be yeah, like a complete reboot? It's gonna be a continuation. It's the second Transformers movie from Bumblebee, I believe. So you saw Bumblebee? Yeah. Did you like? It? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, naturally, it has its flaws. Yeah. But yeah, if it being a Transformers movie, it did justice to it. Okay, that's yeah. good. Um, so is it going to be the the Rise of the Beast or whatever? Yeah. It's I, called. It's going to be part of the same Michael Bayverse or the Beaverse. The Beavers. <laughs> the Beavers. Uh, the Bumblebeavers. Ah, okay. Right, because there's going to be another movie. I believe I haven't seen much about it, but there's going to be a, a sequel to that uh-huh. with Optimus showing up. Uh-huh. So Optimus is going to take center stage, and then there's the Beast Wars Again. one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Naturally, right? Yeah, yeah, and then hopefully they need to melt Peter Cullen, 
man, because he's not getting any younger. Right? <laughs> like, Peter Cullen is the voice of Optimus. If it's not him, I can't get into it. Yeah. So he's not getting any younger. He's reaching those lines. And, and Megatron's voice actor, too. So. But it's 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 a VO work. It's not like he has to put on a no, that's, that's very true. back suit. That's true, but you know, yeah. one day... It could end up yeah, happening. Yeah, and exactly. it's like, that sucks because they're... Optimus equals him. Yeah. Same as Kevin Conroy equals Batman. Batman. Yeah, like he was also the voice in the 80s cartoon, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, he like started it. there. Yeah, okay, so it's cool. They carried on to the... To the live action feature yeah he's he's the voice actor on the Bayverse mm-hmm. but he was also a voice actor for the Bumblebee one but I felt that he was more in I felt more at home in the Bumblebee one simply because Optimus looked like the Optimus that he worked for in the 80s okay right he was blocky yeah. he had the mask on and when he moved he talked the mask would go up and down right he doesn't have to have those lips and like sync up the lips with the, the accent okay. and stuff like that yeah. alright so it was more uh more it was more truer to the actual I'll show you a clip it's at the beginning of the movie and so you're not really spoiling anything but we could after we're done yeah yeah. Um, I mean we're at two hours (laughs) what was our runtime again we're trying to an hour and a half to two (laughs) (laughs) well we're getting better these are like uh, rehearsals mass rehearsals to to some extent to get used to it I like how our conversations flow Mm. you know we're not necessarily um beholden to speaking geek and stuff like that even though that that is our forte there is a there is a lot of external elements in that are happening in the world that i feel like to some extent we cannot just move on without touching on i would like to get to that point where we don't just because there's already enough pain and suffering so why would we want to get out of our system i want to get yeah (laughs) yeah so i I remember i brought it up i was like is that something i should bring (laughs) No, yeah. I get you. It's, uh, I'm always I'm always glad to have these conversations with you. <laughs> just smile. It's an audio. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, you, that's like every <laughs> I smile and I nod and you're like talk. Uh, like, yeah. It's audio. Audio. Smile. It's audio medium. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, I've been your host, Joel. Joel. And then and Ernesto. I've been Ernesto. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me for talking. <laughs> <laughs>